Yeah, it's it's uh, straight out of the headlines, ripped from the headlines. Yeah, I mean, because I, I don't. I think the thing is, right? I didn't until like Cat just mentioned it just now. The first I'd heard of this being like a big. The trouble is, right? Here's the is the trouble. I'm not on I'm not on social media, and I don't read like the exciting news or like the news that's designed to like you know activate people's fucking you know I, yeah, yeah, I it's read, not getting at your yeah I deliberately your... read like the Financial Times because it's just people doing the sort of um, you know they just like whenever anything is happening in the country that's like on the front cover of all the other papers the financial yeah. times will always be just like they have a box thir- in the yeah, corner that's yeah like it's like yeah there's like, like maybe you know. there's something happening but it'll be like you know yeah. our third month of coverage of an obscure of what seems like an obscure german financial fraud yeah get, like the wire card stuff but except which that was then, like, you know, then like it will end up like there's a 25 percent chance it will take down the current like yeah no exactly yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> That's, that's the thing. It's, it's always it's the really boring news that is like actually you know sort of quite you know sort of significant. The but stuff yeah. which only gets covered in no other outlets when it has mm. to be like an explainer of where did this mm. thing originate yeah. from? <laughs> such and such. Well, thing. It's, yeah, but like you get the trouble is you obviously get the opposite effect there, right? Which is mm. like you. I get all of that. So whenever anybody's like you know oh what's the deal with that it's wire card thing, thing, I get to be like well yeah hey, here you go. But whenever it's like well, there's actually a what's turns the deal out with and these a double yeah. turns out. <laughs> well, it's yeah. like that thing when you've been talking about something for ages mm. and then. And someone's like, yo, have you heard of this? And it's like... <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. yes, yes. Unfortunately, I have more context than I would like for this thing. Mm. Um, and I think what's... I don't know. One of the nice things about being off social media is that, like, the thing that I... I one of the things that I found that it did was pre-digest everything so you not only had the thing you had all of what people would say about the thing but also you pre-digested it because you knew that... Uh, you knew you could pretty much guess what everybody would say about it, what all the arguments would be, what the resolutions of those arguments would be. Yeah, it was something I can't remember. I think I was reading something about this recently, mm. but someone made the point that like the, the one of the problems with social media it basically abnegates the idea of like what people used to think of as like the you know the sort of the concept of like liberal discourse space. You know, the idea that people mm. could you know sort of you'd have a you know a public square where arguments were made and refuted, and the truth has arrived that through reasonable debate. But the trouble is. If you are on Twitter for any length of time at all, you realise that that's not it's actually, actually happening on a meta yeah, level, yeah. where everyone already knows what's mm. going to be said because it all follows a predictable pattern. Because those are the only ways of engaging with yeah. that and, type and, of and media. Because there are so many people, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you know that every every iteration of everything is going to be wrung out of everything already before you have the time to get there. If you're not on it all the time, yeah, yeah. like there's there's a sort of um, well, that's why everything's about getting first to print right? yeah. on Twitter, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, and it's that, like that's you where know, the obsession it, comes it, from. It used to be it used to be that like. Like you had this high frequency trade. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like it's the same sort of thing. And as much as like you can't, when when there's there's no um, sort of lag in terms of the information, it means that everything kind of just just it collapses the 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 stuff in a really weird way. Um, Not the point I was. But also, I guess the the, the point of like being a person on Twitter is just that you have like a. People follow you because they know what you're going to be like, but therefore being a person on Twitter is about being predictable. It's about, but playing, also, it's about playing the fucking hit. Well, it's, well, it's yeah, music, right? right? It's like yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. that people like about music being well, not obviously not the thing that people like if about you want music. To become but you know, the main character of the day, you do some yeah. jazz and you keep yeah. playing. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's wrong. <laughs> like if 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 you if you look at what what people like in a lot of popular music, it's something that's familiar enough that you can recognise it, but not so familiar that it's something they've heard before. Yeah, you know. It's like Black Mirror or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what exactly it's yeah. going to be like. Music but you're like, oh, what are they going to do a Black Mirror about Crufts, right? Anyway, back to the back to the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Black Mirror about Crufts. 
wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, probably would have happened. It'd be like a post furry one where people are like judged based on their dogness <laughs> or something. <laughs> Dogitude. But yeah, the, so the the dog thing was something that I, I I think I literally only heard about today when I saw that there was some like you know. This is good though because we're seeing it through a new mm. pair of eyes that is only just seeing it. Well, well, well I, I gather it's just that like a, a dangerous dog breed has been banned, one with a stupid name. That was the funny thing, right? It was like because yeah. I thought it was you literally five minutes ago. You're like, wait, yeah. is that name? Actually yeah, I was like, is that the real name? Because like, I thought I assumed like maybe a normal person. That you wouldn't like deliberately call your dog something obnoxious as like Bully XL, like even like dogs that you know are sort of already banned over here, things like pit bulls or whatever. It's like you know, there's the, the, mm. that sort of like I guess pit bull is a why name is a pit bull called of... a pit bull? Is it because it's like a bulldog that goes into a fighting pit? I guess that's so. Yeah, I, I mean, prob- like it sounds that sounds about or right. Or are so they are they like face workers? They're like miners, <laughs> mining dogs. <laughs> <laughs> down to pit bull. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it, it's a podcast, so let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it sounds true, so let's go with it. The motto of podcast they everywhere. Those. Did they? Ban yeah. Them? Um, I think pit bulls are banned with the Dangerous Dog Act. Um, mm. uh, do I have my phone? I think I have my Mr. phone. Mr. Worldwide, except for, for um, yeah, it's for epic, epic, epic. Um, <laughs> but the no, like, uh, and then you know, you've got other dogs who are like have a reputation as being a bit whatever, like staffies, um, who are. Again, like mostly kind of fine. They just, you know, if you if you either deliberately like spend your I whole think the time reason that staffies being awful to them, they're or... not banned, right? I see hmm. them. You see them, don't no, you? They're staffies. staffies. Aren't you see staffies them, don't you? Aren't um, but yeah. but I think it's because staffy sounds like a cute name. Mm. If you think of a, if you'd never seen one and mm. someone said I've got a staffy, you'd think it was like a Yorkshire Terrier or yeah. something. It sounds like and, a small. And a, the thing is, sounds like a yeah, fluffy name. They, they are often very sweet. Like I don't know, well, I, many dogs not to yeah, not to get into what people are just saying. Not 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 to not to be one of those like. Actually, it's all about the owners thing. But like, we we were in the in the basket makers a few months back, and there was this this staffy who was like sitting on the seat next to her, and she's just sort of like lying upside down, Aww. sort of waving legs a little bit. Very very sweet. Very nice. Um, yeah, the, 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 these these dogs are what they're called. American Bully XL or something mm. like that, which sounds like an energy drink, um, and it sounds like a, 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 a bad energy drink. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like one of those energy drinks they banned because it had a load of malt liquor. In it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it, they, they're just like they're, they're just like dogs that are bred to be like enormous and vicious. Mm. I don't know, like they're like they're like thick necked mm. dogs, right? I don't think the thing is I don't think I've actually seen a picture of. Them. I think they've got a very, I think they've got muscular neck. I think they've got a lot of neck muscle. They've got strong delts. See, the, Do you, dogs have delts? They've got yeah, strong... these, these lads like like quite substantial. Gosh, yeah, they yeah, do. They, they do look like they look like dogs that are literally just like a violation. Yeah, like, just, the yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very much so. Just jacked dogs. That's not really what I was. <laughs> The thing what is, what picture though, are you looking at? Can uh, what, I so, so, I've only seen, I'm, like, I'm just one looking picture. at like the pictures on Google. Oh yeah, they but really look like they... They, they look very jacked. But the thing is, they've mostly got like quite sort of. They've got faces that either like look like in this one they kind of look like the face that you give an evil pig in a cartoon uh, yeah, adaptation like, of Animal like, Farm. It looks like Ganon. Yeah, not like, Ganondorf, yeah, 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 but yeah. Ganon. <laughs> or, or like this, where it's like we've pulled that. Oh wow. like, Done the Troy McClure. Uh, yeah. The, the, what is it? Botox like, the, on the, the dog. The, yeah, the pull back the face, but make it look evil and make it look like a Klingon. Yeah. Or they just kind of look like this, which frankly just looks like a normal that just dog. Looks like a dog. <laughs> That's a picture of a dog. <laughs> but like if you, yeah. But I think the thing is though, like if you look like at the top. I mean, the thing is about this torso, like that looks like a person torso. Do you remember a while back I said that when I did my driving theory test like i thought that they had a dog i thought the dog model was like a human model that had been put to walk <laughs> the force. 
<laughs> I can't confirm that. I've, I've been, I've been unable to confirm. Mm. But like, this does look like a person. This looks like that fucking. It looks like someone's accidentally scaled it along the wrong axis. Like, yeah. Like to, it looks they've got like, something yeah. wrong with their like world, uh, their um, model to world view projection <laughs> matrix. This, or something. this picture is. The, you can see why this is the picture that they're using on like the big news story because it's like. That's dogs of death. Yeah, you, you, dogs you, of war. That dog does look kind of fucked up. Like again, not, not not so much in the face, but yeah, the body just looks like weirdly muscular. It's not a good look. I know. Mm. I, I I would not. I would not have a dog like that. Like I don't know. The thing and the other thing is when when you whenever you get into like distinct breed shit. Like, uh, yeah, it does if your bit... if your dog has like a really distinct breed. Like a lot of the time, there's probably going to be something wrong with it anyway. Well, that's it exactly. I don't know. It's kind of the, the, the problem is when the people that are making mm. the dog are going at it with the calipers to work out how dog it is. I think that it's probably a bad sign, right? Mm. It, you probably are going to be creating a creating a, a death dog. Yeah. Like even even if well, de- death either for, for the, the dog, dog or, for, or for the people. Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, I don't know. Like it's. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. It's yeah. So a guy has been killed, I guess, or whatever. I don't know. It's really grim, but like it's it's one of those things where it's like it seems like a very sort of like um, <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like, what's what's something that is like a a thing that can be? I was saying this before, like a thing that if you're a a, a government that's not really been got the juice to do almost anything at this point, you can just mm. like do that sort of feels like an easy win that people will be like broadly supportive of. Yeah, it's like I, I know dangerous dogs. I what guess what are normal like everyday things that people interact with, like things like dogs and schools. Schools, right? it's funny. And if it's one like, of those, well, what's, you've what's set it up more universal. So it's than... like, yeah, <laughs> look, okay, we can't do anything about this one. I don't know the, the, the whole. I mean, that's something that definitely did make it into the the the, the FT the, the the rack stuff, and mm. it, that has been a source that's of like a financial. That's just really chaotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, it's, it's just it's, like I just can't imagine the sudden pressure of mm, suddenly having to do that to an entire mm, country. Mm, that just seems insane. That I don't know how that's going to happen. It's very. It's, it's, it's going to be. Mm, someone was saying that you, if, if you're someone that rents those, you know, those like scaffolding pole type things mm, with the thing on the top and the bottom, mm, the proper proper room yeah, up. Like, you're definitely yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the, 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 the cash registers are certainly yeah. going to be ringing because like you know, or anyone who makes those like braces, yeah. <laughs> that you have to put on things that are like mm. might be a bit wobbly, but like. The thing I don't know. Looking at it, it's one of those things where like they they obviously have to do this weird dance. Does they... List Trust actually own a trust uh, a trust company, <laughs> a family trust business? The the all, <laughs> all of the all of the stuff that 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 people have been the the, the ministers have been saying is just like well this is very bad. Or like you've got that uh, that that Tory education minister who's just like why 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 am I the only one who's doing anything? Everybody else is just sitting on their asses or whatever, which is very funny. Um, but like it, it it sort of just underlies this fundamental thing. I've been trying to I've been trying to write something about this for a while, right? But something that I always find a bit disconcerting. I remember when I was a kid. And I was like, we were in the car, and there was a there was some news report about like you know oh the music industry is losing you know huge x huge amount of money you know this company has been not profitable for the x you know I don't know whether it was Warner or Universal Music whatever yeah, the yeah. fuck it was but like you know the, these people have been unprofitable for x years in a row well, they're you know hemorrhaging cash and fucking you know all this and you're just, I, I, I remember sitting there being like. So how are they still going then? Like, what's going on here? Hmm. Obviously, like, the answer is a bit more complicated than that. But ever since then, I've always had this slightly weird thing, right? Like, look at something, and I just think... They're, like, remortgaging themselves continuously yeah. or something, right? There's, like, the, the, there are financial mechanisms and stuff like that. But the, the answer is, like... 
you make uh, you know, Michael Jackson do another tour. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the answer is is obviously a bit more complicated. Like it's one of those things where that particular example isn't simple. But ever since then, I I keep. I mean, going to be kind of this, but like I keep spotting these things where I'm just like, and, and other people pointing them out as well. Where you look at them, you're just like, there's no way that this is like workable, right? Hmm. By the narrative that we're being that, that we're being told, or by the. <laughs> <laughs> I was what I was actually thinking about right is as some is a lot of like startups mm. that I guess they're not even really startups anymore they're things that I still think Jeff of as startups can't being melt aerated oh. concrete <laughs> these uh, my my aerated concrete startup uh, no mm. I was thinking about things like good aerated concrete good aerated concrete clean it's called it's called the, it's called good aerated yeah. concrete <laughs> we make good stuff I don't know why everybody hates us so much um but like it, uh, things like Uber, right? Mm. Where uh, so there was a series on um, naked capitalism with, by a guy called Hubert Horan, who's like a transport analyst, and the point that he made is basically. If you look at something like Amazon, right? Mm. Amazon is like you know whatever you think of them, they are a company that has effectively you know logistically. They can wring efficiencies out of their model, right? Mm -hmm. They are able to, and you know, obviously, like you know, the sort of joke that people like, um, oh fucking, what's his fucking? I've forgotten his fucking name. The uh, Matt Levine Mm -hmm. um, will make is that like you know, uh, Amazon is basically like a massive redistribution of wealth from venture capitalists to like the 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 end consumer because like Amazon's never really been never taken a profit, like you know. Loads of it is underpinned by AWS, which is basically an entirely different business. You know, all this sort of stuff. I mean, it's not exactly that because yeah, yeah. it sort of came out of a lot of the stuff. It's that a modern Bailey yeah. company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's it's it is it's not uh, it's not like itself something that actually necessarily makes money. And obviously, like you know, that sort of transfer of wealth line does rather underpin that it's all on the backs of like all the people who actually have to do the bits in between. But mm-hmm. it, the point is, Amazon. The thing that Amazon says it does is something that it could actually do, right? Which yeah. is, you know. We will sell things for cheap by ringing efficiencies in massive air quotes there out of the you know the the, the sort of the cha- well the, you know the efficiencies they can do ring out of like logistics and stuff like that but a lot of which are on the backs of like actual workers again but like it's something that is actually in the real world possible the thing that Uber like basically said set out to do is kind of impossible like you can't actually make taxis more efficient taxis have been around for quite a long time and it's it's presuming the idea that there's a load of surplus value that is being Mm. captured by them which they're going to eventually capture when they capture the rest of the market exactly but and crucially that's the thing right it's like you can't what, what you can't you can't just say like you know that they're not actually doing anything. There's no, like, fancy routing that they're doing or anything like that. Originally, obviously, the idea of Uber was it was a rideshare app, right? Which yeah. is, like, theoretically, there is potentially some efficiencies you can wring out of that. Unfortunately, I get the impression people didn't really like that very much because they mm. basically just ended up being, like, a um, taxi company that often operated on the other side of the law. So, you know, yeah. they were doing things like... Um, the, the one that I always remember is, like, when Apple were doing some tests on their app or whatever, they just, like, did some geofence thing in their back end where they were just like, don't when you're doing stuff around the Apple HQ or, like, Apple offices, yeah, just don't, don't, just don't, just don't, don't do, do this or whatever, or don't do any like of the stuff. VW emissions testing. Yeah, exactly, literally, it was shit, literally right? the same yeah. thing. It was very funny. Um, and then, you know, there was this, there was this uh, like... Re- 
the report of this meeting where like you know tim cook was doing some like i hear you've been fucking us around lads kind of like you know sort of mafia don behavior i wonder what he's I, like when he's trying to be intimidating the it's thing is like he's he's the, the, not yeah. anything or really yeah. scary I, I suspect that he's a man who is like maybe not in, on, on a personal level scary but he is I uh, intensely he can, af- he, uh, he can afford you know, to stare yeah. at you i reckon yes. every minute of his time is worth a lot yes. of money and he can afford to just just burn that he, money he seems staring at you he seems he wants to he, he is you know an, an intense well he's like a logistics man, guy so, right? yeah exactly and he can fucking you can and, sniff out some yeah. logistics if he needs to mm. and he'll he'll fucking send the logistics trucks over your over, <laughs> over your fucking body um like yeah no, so 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 like as you alluded to there though like the the actual business model of these things is not ever really like let's just do this thing in isolation as part of a diverse marketplace of you know competitors or whatever it's almost always something more along the lines of let's just use burn vc cash to run everybody else out of business until we're the only game in town yeah and then um money's free yeah and then, and then basically course. we can just charge as much because it's as the 2010 exactly yeah, very, yeah. Is it very very much underpinned by you know a sort of the the uh the, the past interest rate environment and so you get this stuff where like if you if you look at the the, the 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 actual way that they say it works, then you're like, well, there's no real way that this can actually work, right? Like there's no way mm. that it's but like because you can keep things going, if you are able to get Well these people you know, must be geniuses yeah. if they can make this work. <laughs> by all means it yeah. can't work. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So but like it's it's they it's, really are it's, our it's, overlords, really. It's right? real, right, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's it's one of those things where it's like it's real in as much as like they have built the the system for it, but like the actual outcomes, which obviously are a fair way down the track, the fact that they can be sort of like fudged or obfuscated or whatever means that like you can kind of keep it, go- you know, if as long as you get enough money from rich people, mm. you can keep it going for ages, mm. and then like you know, and and they can you know slowly ratchet up the things getting worseness of it. Um, Cory Doctorow has a, a word for that. <laughs> very, very tedious. Uh, I don't know. Doctor has been getting better recently. I think he, I think he's, he's on he's, and up. He's very cringe, but like he's he's like you know obviously he's anti-correlated with interest. Yeah, <laughs> but like he's you know he's he's I think he's got less like sort of lib and he's 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 on the right side of more stuff. Um, he's just I don't know. I just find him annoying. But like he's 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 he's, a, he's a, he seems like a good chap. Although you know uh, in in the way that you shouldn't ask uh, people who write opinion columns why their parents have. Uh, blue uh, underlines on their Wikipedia mm. entries. Uh, you probably shouldn't ask Corey Doctorow um, <laughs> where, where where all his wife's money came from. So I'm pretty sure Disney paid her, paid like mm. masses for her like print a toy company or whatever. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't like Disney. I don't know. Just one, one thing come. But like, uh, also he's apparently mates with Chuck Wendig, which is hilarious to me. Um, it's like Doctor. I don't know. I I I was very. Uh, not to make this an anti-doctor thing. Like again, I'm sure he's a lovely guy. I found his, uh, like you know, his his sort of like boing boing esque. You know, I mean, it doesn't doesn't write for there anymore. I guess so fine. Um, but like his his sort of like the the vibe that he gives off is very is very cringe. But like you know, like I say, he's generally on the right side of stuff. But um, he is mates with some you know some people who are like. Chuck Wendig is a very annoying man who is also like you know basically crippled large parts of the internet archives ability to do stuff mm-hmm. with books so you know he can go fuck himself uh, and he writes shit books as well and is very annoying on Twitter uh, not a capital crime necessarily but you know it, it's, it needs to be tabulated as yeah, part of the charges exactly um, but like also you have people like Peter Watts who wrote probably like one of my top five 
uh, ever books, Blind Sight, like the one of the best science fiction books ever, ever. Uh, he was just like talking about Cory Doctorow's latest book, being like, "Damn, I don't know how he does that." And I'm like. Come on, Pete. I know your mates with this guy. I know he's like. A, I'm sure. The thing is, he seems like one of the you know, like the a lad who'll like do stuff. Not mm. not a lad who'll do stuff for you in a in a way where it's like you know sort of. But like if you're in a jam, like I think Peter Watts had some like issue with Canadian immigration or some shit like that that Cory mm. Doctor was able to help him out with or something like that. Like Still the mafia you know. all the way down. <laughs> well, no, 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 I, 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 yeah, I don't know exactly what it was, but like you know, he seems like a, someone who is like willing to stand up and help his friends, which you know, good on yeah. him. That's a good characteristic to have. But mm. like. It, it was one of those things where I was looking at it, I was like, I don't know. I'm sure Peter Watts believes this on some level, but, like, I cannot believe that, like, he's doing this sort of, like, you know, ah, oh, damn, look at the skill on this. Like, it's Cory Doctorow. <laughs> he writes books about Disneyland. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm sorry. It's, 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 I'm sure it's grand. I'm sure his novels are, like, fine or whatever. But, like, and, and I, I, I think the, the one that he released most recently is, like, the one that has seemed the most, like, something that i would actually be interested in reading as opposed to all the others which are about fucking again like disneyland or whatever mm. or like uh you know what if fucking 1984 but young al cannot fucking stand that bullshit um but like that really seems like one of those recipes mm. that you see and you just think this is one of those things where mm. this is on the menu i'm not going to be ordering mm. this because this is going to give me hives you know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, I know. You know exactly, there's certain yeah. things. Where this is all of the foods mm. I can't eat, or mm. all the foods that will make me sick. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. Fuck. What was I saying about fucking? Oh yeah, Uber and stuff. Um, I shouldn't yeah. have mentioned so this, the, the no. It's, the, the it's, it's fine. It's easy. Easy enough to get me. The list of color inverted cards. Yeah. Um, You've got, you know, things like Uber, things like, you know, I mean, some of some of the things that things that can never work just like by basic laws of physics, stuff like, um, you know, Theranos or whatever. Mm. But far more of them are things where it's like the implicit business model is some sort of we will claim monopoly and then, you know, like tell everyone else to fuck off. Well, it's like explore, um, exploit, right? Yeah. It's like we, evidently they're in the explore. I mean, are Amazon still in the explore phase mm. when they start when the profit actually? I mean, have they ever like had a significant profit? Like, have they ever had a, a sudden jump in their profit? I on don't a quarterly? believe so. I think, but, and it's, I when think they it's do, still, you like, know it's about yeah. to go down, mm. you know? <laughs> It's still, still, I think, but even during book. COVID, they just put it back into scaling, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and like the the thing that I I often find myself thinking about with with a lot of of stuff is this sort of like thing where I I look at it and FTX being another example. Okay, so I'm I'm just doing examples, right? But like all of these things feel kind of the same to me, which is like it it look, when i think about it i'm just like i don't understand how this works in the way that people are saying it works however people still seem to be happy to give it the money so either people's models are different and i'm wrong which is obviously a likely possibility hmm. or uh i'm right and there's going to be an explosion in the future which is the case for tx hmm. or um there's like this belief somewhere in the middle where it's like well things will change right it's like yeah if you if you sort of the world is so complex that betting on like a mm. binary outcome of yes or yeah. no is, yeah, yeah. doesn't actually make sense which yeah surprisingly mm. often is actually the case which is what's really mm. weird right? yeah but like yeah and, and, that's, and that's the thing right it's like it's one of those things where you're like you're, secret third yeah thing, secret right? third thing well it, it literally yes yeah. the secret third thing being like you know circumstances yeah you know events dear boy like things will come along and happen such that things you know that, that whether or not like 
we're on this the, the, the track that we're on they'll pivot or whatever like we work another example i know i'm just like naming big failures of the last few years mm-hmm. or big like perhaps failures of the next few years maybe in the case How's of we work doing? but like you know well, well, well we work as well uh it's, it's, it's sort of a it's, it falls into both categories um but like uh, are, they, are they a real estate company no they don't they don't what are oh, they? The, the, they're basically a they're like a real estate derivative yeah right yeah, i mean they, yeah they, they, they basically like they rent office space and then like they own some of it but mostly they just rent it and rent it out for more but like obviously they're kind of like yeah. a fund but they're like mm-hmm. dealing in something really weird and illiquid yeah which maybe there's but like the thing is upside there in, has but... been like their business model is literally a business model that has existed for ages it's like what regis does and mm-hmm. regis are very boring but they're very profitable <laughs> but like well, it's like what a they... dividend mm-hmm. type of yeah but like company. but but but, but that create, doesn't yeah. fit in with the we work like, yeah. vibe of being this well because VC if thing. we if we were if we work is is in common it's with not, a lot of other companies they're pretending to be a tech company they're pretending to be a tech company when they're just literally just like you say you know they, they just, just have a tech company yeah. font yeah pretty much <laughs> they've got the, they've got the cool web design yeah. and they and, and like that conditions people to expect tech company growth which is the way you get people to give them loads of money but like it the, the sad thing is you know it worked. If, yeah it worked, it worked for a worked. while uh if you're happy to accept you know less than sort of like line go you know sort of line go vertical growth hmm. then you could have a perfectly we workable company but the fact that they were you know they, they want their fucking 10x return or whatever hmm. or 100x return hmm. means that they're just not going to you know they're never going to be happy with what well, the like, company really could won't. be <laughs> <laughs> um I think what what made me think about this is all the stuff with the with the concrete, where you've got all these government ministers who are kind of being like, well, you know, we can't fix them. <laughs> Basically, like, pretending like they're not going to fix them all, which is like, and I don't know what's worse. Either, like, they are just not going to fix them all, and we continue to How many, what's the cost this, of like, the children dying? Yeah. It, it may be less. <laughs> that's the thing, right? It's like... What if they said, mm. like, if we... I mean, mm. how much do you reckon it's going to cost? Billions, right? Mm. And how many kids are going to die? Question mark. 25. Yeah. It's like, so are we happy with that? You could value each yeah. kid at, like, a, what, $100 million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, if, you, if you were to do that, you know, and then, like, there'd be certain, you know, the fucking Tufton Street think tanks would probably be fine with that, wouldn't they? Like the And then as long as it's people that don't like their children, you just have to just yeah. find, do some quick you, you gov mm. or whatever, how much do you mm. like your children? Find the constituencies mm. that don't like their children that yeah. much. Prioritise yeah. accordingly. Like, so, either, but, like, it's the sort of the denial of reality thing. It's like, well... Either, you know, you're going to say, well, we'll find the money for this because it's the fucking schools where kids ed- are educated and also universities and also maybe like MAT buildings and, load of and a load of hostels. And... You know, when I was in the Royal mm. Sussex last time, mm. there was a bunch of those <laughs> <laughs> so They've known about this for a while. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they've known about it for years. Yeah. Like, it's not, this isn't actually I a new thing. It was like 1994 yeah. or something. Yeah. It, it, something this about. has actually been known about for a very long time. It's just one of those things where it's like they've they've sort of like been gearing around to it being, you know, and... Obviously, one of the things that's been, you know, get kicking Rishi Sunak a bit recently has been the fact that when he was chancellor, he was just like, "Oh, we're not going to replace all those. Don't be silly. Yeah. Um, don't have the don't have quote unquote don't have the money for that." But like, either you're going to do this, you're going to do some sort of weird middle way where it's like, your everything has fucking braces and it just like it, it continues this thing where it feels like the wiring's been fucking stripped from the walls of the country and everything just replace like replace the schools with barges mm. or what, you yeah know. but replace the schools with barges everything will be in fucking port cabins which again feels kind of retro nostalgic oh, for us at least yeah. um, for people of a certain age which is to the, say well, the I mean, age of where every yeah. school you ever mm. go to you in port cabins mm. until the exact moment that you leave and mm. then they replace it with a nice new school <laughs> 
or um, <laughs> or, uh, or um, I don't know, like like the, 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 what was I saying? Like yeah, so either it's just like yes, leave it, and you know, you know, what's the what was the the, the, the line the Crusaders said? Um, you know, like 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 let's let, kill them all and let God sort it out. <laughs> this is like leave 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 it, and you know what will happen will happen, or they'll try and like do some sort of like half ass thing where it's like, well, we'll keep it, you know, as 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 supported as we can, but you know. Probably not, or they are going to actually have to replace it, which feels like the most really. The, the other thing like, that I read about, which yeah. is the, the really fucked up thing, mm. which is definitely one of those. This is the exact thing we didn't want to happen type of situation. It doesn't involve mm. nonsense, but or, or, it involves asbestos, which is quite similar, mm. right? Which is a lot, of them, every, schools, a lot of them in schools, every, everywhere, everywhere in Britain. Them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is that like all of these um, very popular. The way that you built all these schools, yeah. right? The roof of them would be built out of this concrete mm. that's going to collapse. Mm. But then, of course, you have to put fireproofing yeah. underneath, so it's all asbestos, <laughs> which was all deemed in the eighties and the nineties and whenever like well this is the type that's fine as long as we don't ever disturb it as long sake. as this as long as no one ever has to get to this like roof bit to look so, at it for any reason yeah so no and this is the issue is that to even inspect whether the concrete's the bad type that's going to fall apart they have to break take all the asbestos <sighs> down and there aren't that many asbestos yeah you know it's qualified it's one of those things where it's like know, imagine the regulations damn we're just losing yeah. the regulations yeah because i think originally i remember this is a my uh step granddad right mm. Um, was a te- was a teacher and a supply teacher when, when the first asbestos kind of scare happened and mm. everyone realised oh no this is going to kill everybody we need to take this out <laughs> of all the schools and he I think he was working as a supply teacher at the time and he remembers there being this whole thing about protecting it and all that kind of stuff and all the kids, kids were gone <clears throat> But he was in, it was some inset day thing. And they thought on the inset day, that's when we're going to take all the asbestos out or something. Because it was like before a weekend. Yeah. And so they were literally just like, there was all this stuff, you know, put up around the, the school. Make sure, you know, there's no one can get in because there's asbestos. Yeah. And then they were doing their inset day mm. shit. Yeah. And there was literally just people outside just like soaring pieces of asbestos with like huge clouds of dust, like going down the playing field for like miles. Fucking hell. <laughs> and, and nobody involved in any of the work was wearing masks or anything. That's this is like the 80s. Yeah, I was going to say, it fe- that feels like 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 that, that's that, that's the precursor to like i don't know like if threads got like a series of like threads what if or it's like you know mm. other things that could happen and it was just like what if the uk was just covered in a massive cloud of asbestos well there was that show wasn't there if right? if yeah. yeah right was it like was the day that britain stopped or something it was like some noughties sure yeah. mockumentary thing and i remember if we, we must have talked about this it was if uh, i only saw one and it was basically just like if the energy crisis gets mm. really bad and there was something going on with Russia where they mm. turn there's a terrorist attack in Russia and they yeah. turn off all the gas mm. and by the year 2020 we've all become well, no, I think it was made in like 2002 and it was set in like 2012 or something like that and it was basically like if the if the Russians turn all the gas mm. off and everyone's freezing in their homes and it causes huge chaos there's power cuts and, and then there's like some you know everyone they're all trying to stay warm so they all start yeah. like burning stuff and it sets those of London on fire I can't remember what happened yeah. but it was that kind of thing it was like the worst possible thing of having a power cut you could imagine which is no one could play GameCube or whatever it was 2002 you know? <laughs> yeah um, I, th- I, I think I think ultimately, like the thing with that stuff is like there's always some sort of like there's there's it's never as binary. I think it's the thing you were saying, right? The secret third thing. Yeah, it's, it's, there's always that's the there's thing. That always happens. some fucking secret third thing. Yeah, things are never as like you, you'll never you surprise you, asbestos. Yeah. We al- we almost always and and I think honestly, like if if you were to if I was to you know think about it in a sort of a slightly more depressing way, part of the reason I think a lot of people have trouble with like 
climate change or whatever is like mm. so seldom do we get the like actual worst outcome for anything we almost mm. always seems to get a secret third thing fudge yeah um that, that means that like but sometimes the secret third yeah. thing is worse than the worst yeah. outcome very occasionally yeah. that happens right? no but like we, we we mostly make it through where it's like you know things look really bad and it's like but we just sort of muddle through but like what the trouble is i feel like what we're, we're at at the moment is like a decay curve where we keep getting secret third things that are like not quite good enough to like mm. you know to make up the ground we've lost and things just keep getting worse and worse and worse in certain respects mm. um and it's like and, and and after a while that starts to become a, like it sort of becomes a corrosive cynicism mm. about sort of stuff and about state capacity and not like a not in a sort of like oh if we just believed in it it'll be okay like a justified corrosive cynicism well you need but belief like, but you it, also need yeah. the material yeah no absolutely it's like with that, right? because because you you kind of do like the th- but the thing is obviously like the belief you know the the material reality without the belief is just like uh, it's one of those things where it's like you know you want the president to go and do a fireside chat and tell you all to buck up or you know Jimmy Carter telling people to fucking wear their jumpers or whatever. <laughs> but like what we have at the moment is neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's just like you know although we've got the corrosive the, the, the optics really of it aren't right, nor are the yeah. actual material realities of it working. Yeah, but like because everything is so big because of that Adam Smith thing where he was like you know. There's a great deal of ruin in a nation. The idea that things can keep going wrong and keep going wrong and keep going wrong. Mm. And it's like it actually takes ages for the real stuff to like to to show. Mm. It takes ages for the, the real thing to, you know, the, the real stuff to happen um, because, you know, people can keep going. And, you know, if you're there's normally some more ballast that you can throw off to keep yeah. you afloat for a bit. Yeah. You know, you've got zero, like zero, North, well, North Sea oil or financial zero interest rates or you know, something like there's a, but, but like now you're starting to get a lot of the, 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 the that stuff is is going, you know, cheap oil isn't really as much of a thing as it used to be. And like, you know, we haven't really invested as much in in. Well, I was going to say we haven't really invested as much renewable infrastructure. We're not doing as badly as that in investing in renewable infrastructure. We are doing very badly in investing in the grid infrastructure required to plug it in, which it's is all quite just funny. sitting there. And it's yeah, like, well, I mean, it's not, but it, yeah. you know, the yeah. cartoon is it's all sitting there. But there's yeah. no, there's this new type of pylon, though. You know, mm. that was something I, I I saw mainly because I was like, oh, I was looking up something to do with pylons, as you do, and then I end up watching some documentary about Ian Nan. You know, there was one of the sort of angry young men. I don't know mm. if he actually was one of these people. Sort of yeah. proto-Meads from mm. the from the BBC in the yeah. 60s. And then there was a whole thing about pylons and how he hated pylons. And one of these, you know, 1950s kind of... Does Jack Tinker, now we see here well, a yeah, pylon. Well, yeah, I was watching the thing. It was an interesting figure. Have you it's, heard of him, Ian? I don't think so. He's a sort of uh, N-A-I-R-N. He's an interesting guy in that he's very much like kind of... He wrote those books about guidebooks to London and stuff, mm. where it's just him presumably dr- going around with a notebook on a bus he, and just yeah. He having published opinions. two strongly personalised critiques of London and Paris. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Big tinker vibes off this He's guy. definitely worth worth reading and watching. This guy seems like a legend. Ned's also, he has a draftman on the R101 airship. That's very uh, sick. Fuck, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. read the Wikipedia article. I guess. Yeah. No, he's very much like someone that has a very strong. As I say, proto Meads is the closest thing. He sure. doesn't. He doesn't have the the gravitas yeah. or the. Well, no, he's, he he has immense gravitas when speaking to camera to the point where he's getting very angry and emotional. There's some mm-hmm. video uh, film of him walking through like Oktoberfest or something in München or whatever, and, and wherever it is, uh, and he's having some kind of like weird experience where these people are throwing him out of the way, and he's sort of fighting people mm-hmm. and shouting at the camera about how Damn. how inauthentic the experience of visiting the beer halls is because they're because it's just tourists or sure, something. Sure, yeah. He's, he's weird, weirdly kind of extreme. Of course, died of cirrhosis of the liver at 
age 50 or whatever. So. <laughs> Dear me. Did a book about Sussex. Reckon that's one we could read on the on the show. Apparently, mm. um, I haven't read any of his things. They were the little, little, little of mini, the little small yeah. paperback things, which yeah, are probably yeah. Yale, Yale University Press. That'll be a million billion pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. He seems like a bit of a sort of like I don't know, sort of like a one of those um, like uh, like John Ruskiny kind of. He, like, I think you his know, first sort of major thing was about um, going from Southampton to. Going, going from one side of the country, Carlisle to Southampton or something sure. like that. I don't know what exactly where it was. And it was something where it was like the idea is that one end of the country would look the same as the end of another. And it, you mm. couldn't tell whether you were in one place or the other because everything had become a kind of, you know... Uh, collector's paradise. Yeah, a, well, exactly. A kind of, kind of um, you know, mock Tudor hell sure. of all sorts of pylons. And, and th- this is sort of the 50s when that mm. wasn't really fashionable yet. Yeah. And it's interesting to see how that became extremely mainstream to the point that when you have this BBC4 documentary about him from 10 years ago or whatever it was, it's like the most mainstream, boring documentary yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. And that is just the, the you know, the, and they even have to remark upon that he actually really liked quite a lot of modern architecture. Yeah. That's an odd thing about him, a, a sort of crazy, crazy yeah. thing about him. But um, now what was it? I was reading, I was reading about him and there was a, uh, how do we get onto this? Um something about uh, pylons uh, can I, yeah well yeah, I was looking up different types of pylons there's a new type of pylon apparently okay. uh, where it looks kind of like kind of like this kind of like that like a flying bird kick oh, that's pretty sick kind of thing new pylon I think that it's new been I think the new pylons the first ones are in Somerset with the new power the new nuclear power station sure is it Hinkley Point or something the one that's gone John Hinkley Point I think it's a it's a it's a is it the Chinese one yeah Hinkley Point C it's really big if you look at the existing power st- power yeah, power plant power station power plant, mm. I feel like you can't say nuclear power station. It doesn't sound right. You have to say nuclear power plant. NP. The Simpsons is really done. Yeah, NPS doesn't sound right. NPP. Mm. Um, but yeah, the and uh, there's a new type of pylon. Um, what was it? Uh, that. What was the other thing? The unknown thing. Oh yeah, there's also a bit in it where there's a letter written by I think he's still around a guy that was an editor of some sort at the Sunday Times, mm. Richard Girlish, but it was signed Dick Girlish, which I thought was a great a good, name. Good name. So that those are those are my that's my review of the documentary. Uh, worth watching. <laughs> for being a bit like whoa dude whoa, about dude. stuff but i do think that Looking there is hands a significant degree to which um they are the sort of the the, the developing thought in dialogue is something worthwhile to do because a lot of the time it's like the writer's room kind mm. of approach right yeah that you, you have to bounce stuff yeah you know there has to be someone that, that mm. pushes back on what you're saying definitely or at least says does that actually make <laughs> yeah. sense or at least says whoa dude whoa dude yeah, yeah. well whoa dude is like mm. maybe that makes sense mm. It probably doesn't make sense, mm. but it probably sounds really cool, right? Mm. Um, Adam, have you ever given a nuclear PowerPoint uh, nice. presentation? Or so we were going to get some stuff. Joseph referred to uh, Hinkley C as a nuclear PowerPoint. And I was like, damn, man, that would have been a, that was a good way, episode though, if you name. think about the consultancy um, fees for something like mm, that, yeah, each one of those yeah, PowerPoints, yeah. right? It's, it's, it's wild. Um, this Hinkley point is just like, you know, very, very over budget to the tune of billions of pounds. Mm. Um, 
and it's it's well obviously like you know like all projects it just seems to happen but um yeah the, the you know someone somewhere was able to sell that in with presumably some sort of slideshow that mm. is still it is it's it's surprising to me actually because i like sort of when i was not working for myself i was sort of further away from the you know the sort of selling side of things mm-hmm. and it's like a lot of the time it isn't necessary but when you start working with like sort of in in more corporate environments by which i mean you know sort of companies that like are very conscious of themselves as like business ass businesses um and are, are a bit bigger you do still have to make powerpoints to sell things to people yeah. it's really weird when um, does it become a stack or a uh, well, is there another term for that? There's like an even w- more deck wanky is word. usually deck. what people yeah people yeah yeah. Like, oh no, send yeah, because that's if you're making over. a hypercard uh, <laughs> a mist type game, which really should become the standard yeah. for um, selling things to people. Definitely. Right? Well, because that, that's much more dynamic. It's much. They more do like a puzzle and sort of, then they yeah. get the you know the yeah. revenue figure, projected revenue. <laughs> they project the you revenue. Have to, themselves. You have to like work out the projected revenue is in the box in this static screen. <laughs> you got. <laughs> Um, what about a night trap style of presentation? See, again, these are all things that like I would probably have done if I had if I had come up through like a boring sort of like you know suit and tie style company. I definitely would have got like I would have got you know these would been, be your I like, would have been, like shaking the, things up. Yeah, which three five three, I, three times out of yeah, five actually I, just get you demoted. Exactly, in some way. It, w- it would have been one of those things where it would just been like you know. Oh, it's it's one of Adam's presentations. We'll have to go along. This one's going to be wacky. Um, as it is, I mm. ended up always cha- always always channeling that energy into like s- stupid stuff like internal documentation or even to completely ephemeral things. I once did a set of handover notes for our friend Victor, so like it was largely to make him laugh in the form of yeah. like um, the Star Wars Tie Fighter mission briefing. That's very screens, good. Very, which very I, good. So I think I did actually. I think I did actually arrange it in a PowerPoint. Um, but it was like you know I just sort of did the stuff and then I found you know, like a suitable pixel. We did a load like, of yeah. Star Wars like mm. related PowerPoints, mm. and I don't know why, but I think PowerPoint is ideally suited for making Star Wars graphics. Mm. I just, I just feel like everything about it was like when they were trying to work out how to make PowerPoint, you know, transitions mm. and text effects, yeah. they were just like, the what, are, what are all the optics, you know, <laughs> stuff? Yeah. You know, when you get like on the credits, optics by yeah. opticals, do they call it? There's like a term for it sure, when you yeah, see it, yeah, and it's basically yeah. like titles and, mm. and stuff like that, and optical printing, like whatever it is that's in Star Wars, all of the wipes, or they're all in PowerPoint. So yeah. if you want to make Star Wars in PowerPoint. Point, it's in that lineage. Can. Well, you, it's yeah. one of those things where it's like the sort of the weird, like long arm of of, of that stuff. Where it's like you can presumably feel someone the in like 1990 was like mm. briefed on writing the spec mm. document for the PowerPoint, mm. like you know, code of yeah. how it was meant to work. And they were just like, "Well, what animations? What do what do we need?" And so they're like, "I'm just going to watch Star Wars and yeah. write down everything I see, and then we'll just put that yeah. in." So if it's in Star Wars, it's good mm. for anyone. Well, it's like a movie maker. Like one of the default like title was things just, is yeah. just the Star Wars crawl, which you know? is great because if you look yeah. at all of the others, right? They're all yeah. just this 2D, yeah. static, boring thing. So someone actually had to code that. Yeah. And that was their Friday, you know. Absolutely. That was their, like... And, and it made a million got kids very by... happy because you were like, you know... Exactly. I want to, I want to make a, my own Star Wars film on, on like, you know... Well, the it's fucking, even like... the point where you've, you've had sli- yeah. some slightly better software that maybe mm. even come with your computer as, like, a freebie, like, yeah. Lead Pro Video Studio or or whatever it was. Um, well, was one I had that was called, like... It was a Pinnacle Studio. Sure, yeah, Which yeah. were all very slightly better than Windows Movie Maker, yeah. but only by like they only had like three more features. Mm. But the one thing that they often didn't have was the Star Wars intro yeah. crawl. So you do your intro crawl in Movie Maker, yeah. and just render that out, and then you'd bring Stay that in. in there, that's yeah. your work. That's the workflow. That's the mid-noughties um, <laughs> fan film workflow, right? Um, 
I was just looking. I was. What was I going to say? It's something about fucking PowerPoint. I don't know. I I I still actually have kind of a fondness for PowerPoint. Like I think just because hmm. a, a childhood of um, school IT lessons where they didn't actually teach you anything about computers, but they did teach you about Office Suite. Yeah, meant that I spent a lot of time doing silly things on PowerPoint, and that was fun. I don't know. It was yeah, it was. You, you could make links between. Mm. You could make a mm. you missed mm. game if you wanted to. I, mean, I I definitely I had a friend who is now a, a successful dubstep DJ hmm. uh, who made basically like what amounted to a sort of like choose your own adventure game exactly in, yeah uh, in, i'm sure in, we've in talked about this before this is it going we're definitely retreading mm. this but as a kid i had a game boy camera which could do those two bit mm. four color black and white very low res mm. pictures and there was a feature on it where you could, we've definitely talked about this there was a feature on it where you could like have all the images that you would taken in a little album mm. you could make links between one image and another so you could have like a little point in the image yeah. where you could like move a little because it was just like d-pad yeah a little d-pad and there'd be like a little hand that would move around up and down you could click on things and then it would take you to a different image and i remember making like a tour of our allotment so you could that go in is the allotment and yeah. you could go into the shed by clicking on the door and it would open yeah. up and see the inside of the shed and I don't think there was there was no real interactivity beyond that, but it's still fun. That's still the Game really Boy nice, camera you know? was like very like nin- Nintendo in the nineties did quite a few. I, th- I think they have continued to do that actually because there's like Nintendo Labo or whatever it is with the like cardboard things. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd feel I don't know what about anything, that. If yeah, I had kids, yeah. probably I'd be like well into this, yeah. right? But like in the nineties at least, and probably mm. continuing on from that, there was a lot of Nintendo shit that was just like fun things for kids like Mario yeah. Paint was like I think maybe the first Which, one of these I, I like honestly and, and like yeah. the Game Boy camera had a very similar I, vibe of like they just yeah. had like weird things in it that was almost like one of those Microsoft activity CDs mm. where you could just like yeah. you'd be browsing the menu and it'd yeah. be like a DVD menu of different pictures mm. appearing and if you just yeah. like went one beyond where you were mm. meant to go on the menu like a secret thing would appear and you'd yeah. get into some like secret game sure. and then if you did something else you'd take you to some kind of like music creation thing that oh, was yeah, like okay. you know what I mean it's just yeah, loads yeah, of shit yeah. like that which is like that's absolute catnip to like a eight-year-old sure. eight yeah. me, right? But with 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 the stuff with the Nintendo stuff, it's like I I think what I particularly like about things like the camera is that they're things that kids can just like fuck around with. Yeah, like obviously you know games you can play and have a good time, but like you that allows you to like make little things, which is you know yeah. really the, the making the, little the things is stuff, the first step you know? to making anything. Yeah, really. but like, even just like, remaking the national yeah. grid. Yeah, you know? but like you as have a to start somewhere. <laughs> it's as a thing though. It's just nice to have something where it's like you know here's a set of tools that I can fuck around with rather than like you know just yeah. sort of I can play this game. You know, obviously, or even like I'm going to train and study to become a great person at this discipline, which mm. isn't appealing to a kid because that that isn't fun, mm. right? That mm. isn't sort of. Um, yeah, I feel like that that particular kind of thing. I don't know if it's there's got to be about as much of it, but in different <laughs> places. I don't know. I do feel that maybe one is tempted to, you know, one is tempted to kind of treat you know one's own upbringing as like a golden age for whatever thing it is mm. you value, right? But there is like probably some truth to the idea that like definitely in the early information age of that like '90s PC. Mm you know sudden boom there was a lot of just people throwing shit out there that was basically just like here's a bunch of shit that kids can play with mm-hmm. and like that will get their brains going in some way and that's like positive mm-hmm. probably as a kind of reaction well not a reaction but a, a growth out of that 70s school structuring thing where it was all about just like giving the kids a bunch of bits of wood to like bang together and stuff you know <laughs> it was like the with. computer yeah kinesthetic learning yeah. but for computing right i feel like there was a kind of like continuity there and i think yeah. maybe as time's gone on it's become a little bit more vocational maybe or a little bit more kind of you have to become part of the culture of people that are going to go 
and become tech bros. Yeah, it's it, it's weird. I, obviously, like I, the STEM yeah. push maybe like kind of stopped. That. Yeah, I don't know though. I can't say for sure. I, I I don't. And obviously, kids can make like you know whole movies on their phones now. So the whole thing. Yeah. what I'm saying basically isn't true. Well, but, no, because I think, but are, I think, are they making yeah. whole movies on their phones? Well, That's I the think they almost certainly are, right? But like it's 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 one of those things where it's like there are certain there are differences in because like part of you part of me is wants to be like just like oh they just all want to be fucking vloggers like the Paul brother who's went and found the dead body whichever one that was mm. not the Paul who I think is a different Paul brother the Paul brother who's now the WWE you're not talking about um, the uh, vlog brothers the vlog brothers no <laughs> they're, they, they've done different things that are well I'm not going to libel anybody here but mm. is, it like um, a, is it a Phil Spector situation with a Paul is that what you're saying <laughs> Joseph said that not me um, that's, that's Joseph's voice I've been told that sometimes people asking. can't tell our voices apart I'm just, I'm just asking I, I, every podcast says they're this panned. by the way they're panned left people, and right yeah, people, people say, although I did yeah. pan them the other way <laughs> just, to, just to fuck with people <laughs> so um, no, I think, I think what, I was, what I was going to say is like I think obviously like the kind of people who want to make vlogs will always have done like there'd be the you know pe- it, it, and this isn't bad or a judgment against these people I mean, implicitly it is because I'm the one saying it, but like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, if you're someone who is into that sort of thing, you're probably someone who would have done something like that before anyway. Like, yeah. you know, there's always been like, you know, as long as kids have been making stuff, there's been, you know, kids who've been making things that are like different to things that the other kids would well, consider when I like was actually, or whatever. When I was in like, I yeah. think my first, mm. like, what, year seven, mm. right, as a secondary school, there was a mm. book in the library about mm. animation I remember reading. Mm. And what was interesting about it is it wasn't actually like that old, but it was a slightly tatty book that's maybe mm. 10, 15 years old. So in the, noughties it was you know from 19 from the late 80s let's say mid 80s and it was like a book about animation and the and it was all about like here's some ways that you can do animation it was like you can get video recorders and you can basically just very quickly press like record and, and pause yes and really quickly unpause yes. it and get like a little thing and then in the, in the, in the thing yes. it was like one thing you can do is that you can actually get special video recorders that do have like a stop frame feature, but mm. they're like a bit more rare. Mm. But if you go to Dixon's or whatever, you can get you can get maybe mm. you can get one. It might be more expensive, like ask your parents kind mm. of thing. You know, it was aimed at kids, mm. right? And it's a really interesting book. I mentioned it was aimed at kids. The book was like allegedly written by Rolf Harris, right? Well. So um, I don't actually remember what the book was called, but it was just like a sort of little paperback book about animation. I, I don't think he did most of the book. I don't. I think it was more like his name was on it. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if he knew that much about the different type of video recorders you could get. But if it was about getting kids into animation, then maybe he did know all about it. Um, but that was something I remember reading. Yeah. And I remember thinking it's interesting that this book was like just a little bit older mm-hmm. than, than, than the kind of stuff I was seeing normally yeah. about animation. But yeah, it was like a whole world of, like difference. Like if oh, you yeah, want, yeah, It's yeah. like you're going to be Nick Park, I guess, and have yeah, to, like yeah. some VCR thing where you're like recording individual frames of footage or something if it had been a bit older than that it would be like i guess get a super 8 camera mm. that has a single frame yeah but well, like advance on it yeah because because like for a while i guess that stuff wouldn't have been quite as it would have wouldn't have moved quite as quickly yeah and then you sort of caught the point where it was starting to in my case the, the animation was, was flash obviously mm. and and also those do you remember when lego made a webcam mm. they had like a lego movie creator yeah, big yeah. box and it was really expensive mm. my friend sam had it mm. i didn't have one of these mm. but a few years later like maybe about one year later mm. i think the lego store opened mm. in brighton in the in the shopping center and they were just selling those like web like surplus lego webcam 
webcams. Mm. It was just a really cheap webcam, but like sort of made Lego style. So it had the Lego stuff studs, studs yeah. in them. So you could make a like Lego camera rig that you could like turn with like the little bits. I don't know. Which cool. is pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. Yeah. I don't think I ever really did that, but it was like just a very cheap webcam mm. for like six pounds or something. And I remember like, oh, now I can finally make Lego. Because one, one feature I had, it was a button on the top of the camera mm. and it would take a still image every time you pressed it. Mm. And so you could make a little Lego animation sure, with your Lego yeah, figures yeah. with that. And, but yeah, I mean, literally, you know, before that came out, if I wanted to do animation, if I wanted to be the next Nick Park, which was definitely the future, right? Clay animations, yeah. right? And and sell animations. Well, yeah. you know, I, I remember like Dom used to do shit like that all the time. There'd be we there are probably on, on. I don't know. I don't think the old hard drive is gone now. But you know, there were approximately a million like animations of mm. uh, that he made in like a Saturday afternoon of like one small clay man walking up to another small clay man and like making him explode or something like that. Absolutely, There's, like, a billion of those. that was my childhood. But like. Yeah. You know, I mean, he now is a you know a, a person who works as a you know digital animator, you know, with hmm. with fucking Unreal Engine or whatever. So like, you know, it's it's, it's something that is a thing that you know that, that, that is a there's a transition that people can make. But like, I think what what a lot of it is is that there's an availability. Like there was a strong availability of this stuff, and we talked about things like LS Maker before, right? Absolutely, Which was software that was a certain level of specialised, but was yeah possible like, for young people to yeah. use and grasp. The thing you were talking about with the Nintendo camera, right? Hmm. It's like one of those things where it's just like, yeah, could you have done that with like a camera and some other shit and like done it all? You could, it's like yeah. you could theoretically. The idea but, wouldn't yeah. have gone into your yeah. brain, and, you and, know? and it's about making things in a way that's accessible for kids, but also like all those Lego robotics hmm. kits. Yeah, yeah, right? like yeah, yeah, exactly. Unless you had like a dad like yours yeah you <laughs> built actual robots yeah. right but i mean that, that, that's i think also spent a fair bit of time fucking around with lego techniques too like i mean we, i presume we, we for, for him and his generation yeah. it was like meccano or something yes. right yeah, when yeah. We, had, we had big boxes full of meccano mm. and like um but also like the lego Technics stuff was actually i think it could be quite useful for like the tiny little robots that you made like the featherweights oh yeah absolutely yeah. so you you know because it's like basically stuff built for that scale already so it's like at my primary to, school yeah uh, mr mr dyer the, the it teacher he had like a bunch of that stuff and it was yeah. all, and also those things that were like those programmable turtle things you know, like the turtle, oh, roma yeah like a roma thing right yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like logo programming language or something yes. but you could also just press buttons on them and they did stuff roma roma was one of those things that always oh, maybe i should buy one it was and I should fit a vacuum cleaner to it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Roman was one of those things that always like wound me up because like I I, I love the idea of it, but we only ever got like fifteen minutes with 15 it, and, seconds and I'm it. just like. What's the like? You, the point is that you're meant to be able to like learn to do stuff with this, but like, how are you ever there. meant to actually should, spend the time on have, it? They should have combined the give every kid an egg to take to take care of thing mm-hmm. and give every kid a Roma. Yeah. So they had to, you know. They had to program a synchronized. Oh, look at them! So sick. There was all these. They had those. Um, mm. You know, these are the DX7 buttons mm. that are like this. Where yeah. if you look at the buttons, they're not actually buttons, but they are buttons. Yeah. They're like those. You know, those. That the, kind the sort of, of thing. It's that, like it's yeah, that 80s style. Of, I was going to say subcutaneous, which is not what I mean, but like well, it's very like that though. It's like yeah. a classic Roma. Classic Roma. Classic Roma. Is there like a Roma Plus now? So, I'm, so, so we're on, we're, I'm on Valiant Technology Limited, Computing Curriculum. I'm actually really interested in what, what like, um, what's in them. They've probably got like a... You can a, still visit our old archive site. I reckon they've probably got like a 6502 or something in them, like a Z80. Hang on. I'm really interested in what their software is and what their... Their website is. Wow. Sick. That's the old website. That literally... They li- yeah, they kept this as an archive. The thing is, from their main site. that in terms of the table layout mm. and the fact that, that that kind of peach coloured background is literally yeah. what my primary school's website looked like in the, 90, in the yeah, late 90s, early 2000s. And that yeah. was a very good looking website because as mm. I say... Props to Mr. Dyer, best IT teacher I'm ever. I'm sorry, what the Most fuck primary is schools this? didn't have a fucking IT teacher. This is teacher. what Roma looks like now. 
I'm not sure about that. No. I don't like it. This is dog shit. I'm sorry. I want the old Roma, please. I'm going to have a look on eBay to see if I can find a Roma. How much are they? I bet they're these like 140 ones. quid. They're, 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 yeah, the, I mean, the old ones. Yeah, these. Are they 599? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, no, fine. Sorry, I was looking at something below. Yeah, so like one of those, for like, for early years, it's like, oh no, they're all like 100 quid. It's not that bad. It's fine. So there's an infant school value pack, which I was just like, what on earth is this? But it's just got a load of additional tat. Well, if you like want to buy 30, because you really want each kid to have <laughs> have one. It's one aroma per child policy. Surely you can, yeah. That would be, <laughs> if I'm running my academy or whatever, my, what's it called? Charter school. Yeah. <laughs> you, you set up a aroma free, yeah, mate, mate, mate. We set up, the, you know, the, 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 the free schools thing. The point is that it's meant to be like, you know, parents and like faith groups and stuff can set up their own school. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. set up a school with a Roma-based curriculum. Everything runs through Roma. <laughs> Let's have a look. Roma. What is the processing power on one of these? I can only imagine it's not very Because imagine instead of giving every... Instead of one laptop per mm. child, instead of giving all the kids Chromebooks, if you gave them all one of those mm. with HDMI output, can you get a Raspberry Pi-based Roma? I mean, I would say that there's almost certainly No, because someone... you can't get a Raspberry Pi. No, you can't yeah, buy them. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, was... I literally bought one right before COVID and I haven't used it and it's just been sitting over there. But so you can, you can very... get all like the derivatives, can't you? You yeah. get like the orange orange yeah, pie, whatever, orange like, pie. Right? you know, all of the, the, cheap, the cheap ones. Like you can almost certainly someone has got like a like kit, like you sort of, you know, here's a, I'll just sell you a little SD card that you plug into this lab and then plug this into this it's, thing. I think it's it, about the case. You've got to have that ca- that that, mm. that grey case design, that, that yeah. like dome. There was, one, there was one I saw on uh, eBay for like $50, but I don't know whether it's like... The other thing I remember mm. about Roma also, is they maybe, had these fucking massive batteries that were like... Well, you know, no, this is the thing. It's like, yeah. like a lead-acid battery, yeah, 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 probably, you, right? You would probably need to like, you know, make sure... Are they, find some I, way to make it run though, off USB. Or I, don't, I don't think I've actually seen the batteries, mm. but I'm imagining that they're those... Um, those ones that they're not like car batteries. But they're say, like it looks the one, like a small car. The one battery. down from yeah. a car battery yeah, that you yeah. get for like model aircraft and well, something no, not like, even model aircraft, but like model boats or yeah, something. Yeah, it, it was fucking big. I like RC that. car battery, and they were like, it's like this I think size of this or something. Like they that. were like, big. yeah, they were like kind of. I don't know how many volts they were. I think they were maybe they were six volts, twelve volts. I don't know. You get a couple of them and stuff sometimes, but yeah, what well, I think Almost maybe the ideal, not, the ideal, the ideal, yeah, you can probably get like a, a lithium version, right? Mm. Um, the ideal, I think, version of the Roma would be if you could make a Roma XL, as it were, right? That was like, it, you know, could go American a bit faster. Well, no, but also the, my my main take on it is if you look at them design wise, right? As a small child, I really want to ride on one. Yeah. So if it could support that in the same way that a cat mm. can ride on a Roomba, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if, you, but, but you know, the thing is, you're basically asking if you could for like make a, it... a, a like a robot war size robot because, like, you know, if you look, yeah. there's a bunch of pictures of me as a kid on like being or like, the videos of me being like driven around a bit on top of one. Yeah, of the robots. yeah. Like we're thinking like prosumer like robot yeah, wars though. Yeah. Not could, professional robot. Fighting. No, well, no, the professional robot. The professional robots were probably things that like were more difficult to sit on because they had fucking like cool spiky bits or yeah, a fucking yeah, yeah, flipper yeah. that was dangerous to be near. Yeah. Um, whereas like our one, it was just like you know, I mean, it's but the, the the first one was literally just like a wooden box with some wheels that like we put together. That was that was before we that was the series three where we were like in the reserve. We didn't make it to telly. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, that's the know. learning. You don't want to go crazy mm. to begin with, because what if your basic thing is, is mm. flawed, right? 
You start yeah. off with the plywood and then you oh, sorry, work your way up. You know, it was it was like we, we did not have a lot of money at the time, and I think that was, kind that of was testing my mum's patience in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah. how much she was spending down scrap wood and like wheelchair motors and shit. A sort of scrap heap challenge to yeah. the marriage, as it were. We were. <laughs> I, I will say I think my dad almost did go on scrap heap challenge. He had like mm. a team from a, t- a team of, of, of folk, but I don't think ever actually happened. I think the two t- television programs mm. that I can first remember enjoying mm. my my two like mm. television programs I liked were Robot mm. Wars and Scrap Heap Challenge. It was a very um, you know yeah that that was the type of type of kid I was I guess. Scrap what other Sh- programs? Sh- scrap Heap Challenge was was really Bernard's like watching Aquila. Bernard's watching Aquila. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah, it's for actual kids shows. But like Scrap Heap Challenge was 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 good fun because it was like sort of just it, it was one of those things where it was like there was transparently way less like sort of in the moment improvisation going on yeah, than yeah, they made yeah. it seem like because it was like realistically in order to make the show good and have like a product at the end that actually does nothing all of this like you know fucking time team ass you've only got three days to find out stuff exactly there's another good one time, time team. team really good um absolute banger theme tune um Oh, my dad still yeah. talks about time team episodes from like <laughs> 30, coming up to 30 years ago um it's also i think one of the things i liked about time team is like how many of the people were just like the same throughout basically like you had like fucking hairy phil the uh the the, the, yeah, the it'd be like guy. characters yeah exactly right characters yeah were, yeah yeah you know and it was just this sort of like this guy from like the, the west country who was just like looked like that and he's just like in one that form. I, if you watch it, thing, like an episode from like series three or series yeah. 30, he looked exactly the same. I great. think the thing that I'm missing about TV nowadays, of course, is not mm. watching it at all. But, yeah. the, but, but the thing that yeah. seems like it might not be quite the same is that they did used to be to shows where there'd be someone that was like a bit of a character mm. and he'd be like the side character mm. who was a bit of a character. We were talking about this, that guy Rex, whatever his mm. name is, right? That was the t- Tim Hunkins friend, right? Mm. Did those... Uh, how things work. Yeah, thing. yeah, but he yeah. was involved in Robot Wars mm. and shit and caused a bit of a ruckus in mm. some way. I can't remember exactly what, what his story was, yeah. right? But I was talking to you about Tim Hunkin mm. and he did this on YouTube series and you were like, Hunkins. oh yeah, really, yeah, 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 Rex, oh right, and you were like reading about it like yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, this guy yeah, definitely yeah, caused yeah. a bit of a ruckus yeah. when it came to the Robot Wars, uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, Tim Hunkin's another one of these guys. Tim Hunkin's a legend. My dad, I remember my dad went to his, like, he's, he's got a sort of Penny Arcade kind of yeah, thing somewhere. Yeah. Is it? Oh, is it South End? I was going to say that? South End, but maybe it's it it somewhere. It's somewhere with a pier. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Tim Hunkins' end of the pier show. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's somewhere between here and South End. Anyway, yeah. I like my, my my. I think my dad like sort of liked his stuff and, and went there, and he sent me a bunch of pictures and stuff from 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 when he went there. It's all very cool. Like, yeah, it's it's really sick. Like it's it's really sort of. I we've talked about him before. Yeah. I do recommend his YouTube channel because he is just doing like his own edited stuff that he puts together, where he's just like, here's out of the fifty x or plus years i've mm. been like making things out of motors and solenoids and mm. ball bearings and whatever and he's just like here are some things i've noticed about ball bearings mm. and this is what you should maybe think about which is like this is literally that you know when everyone talks about like the institutional knowledge mm. or the kind of the tacit knowledge yeah, that yeah, makes the yeah. entire world work he, here it is he's just like yeah. yeah when you're making something using a like a bike chain this is what you need to do with the bike chain to make sure that it carries on running after like more than x number of hours yeah like that is the kind of shit which like it really is like very undervalued yeah. right, when it comes to the actual material world. So no, absolutely, because it's like there's 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 all this stuff where it's like I don't know. I think I think it's easy to be a sort of like oh yeah sure you know yeah the, the, it, I think it's easy to be cynical about these things and to be cynical about the value of like you know knowing how to do stuff like that or like knowing about the details of ball bearings and like mm-hmm. you know sure it is quite recondite and it is quite funny yeah. but like at the end of the day it's it's a real expertise and there are so many 
It's it's like there are like so the many pool, industrial. Okay, the, the yeah. Pool of, yeah, the, yeah. The pool of people that know that much stuff is actually quite small. Now. Yeah. It's, it's smaller than it used to be, right? Yeah. I, I was just thinking of something. I was like, I was going through a bunch of old like files on my dad's PC because we were like migrating his hard drive and stuff. And he had a file which was like, I don't know how long how long ago he had this, but it was some guy's CV that he knew that he'd like been sending out to a bunch of people yeah. and you know that sort of thing. And it was a guy that had basically done like electrical substation stuff for like mm. the rail network and mm. had been doing it for like 40 years and had like a doctorate and stuff. Yeah. And probably by now, me saying that, if you wanted to, you could probably find the yeah. guy, right? Because it's like, how many people are there that actually have like a doc, like uh, have like done a PhD mm. in like the exact way that electrical substations for railway networks mm. ought to be designed in the UK? There's probably like what, 40 people maybe? or less yeah. that have that expertise and presumably you need those people for yeah. the for society to function because yeah. eventually you're going to end up with a school roof collapsing situation where on a material level like unfortunately we haven't catered for the fact that things need to actually work mm. and the person that knows about the ball bearings just there isn't one or yeah. there's like one guy and when there's a problem with the ball bearings he has to go around to every ball bearing <laughs> installation and it's very expensive and, and all he's going to be all making the ball bearings are he has to come out of retirement of yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. there's the one guy that knows about how to integrate the ball bearings with the COBOL code that was written yep. from 60 years ago and also a lot of the ball bearings are sheathed in asbestos and there's one guy that has the rest yeah. the, the overlap of all three and like I feel like there's like that is one of those kind of weird you know it's not really like a kind of black swan event thing mm-hmm. it's what's the black swan event thing for when everyone knows it's going to happen but when it does happen everyone doesn't act like it is or whatever um, grey swan grey swan no, silver it's just, swan it's just, it's just something it's, it's like it's asbestos swan asbestos swan like it's asbestos swan sounds everybody's, like a, a, a sort of there. like hardboiled detective mm. um well, it's, I mean, it's basically the sort of stuff that I was, I was like sort of gesturing to at the beginning, right? Which is like, it's the thing where, in theory, there's some, you know, like, like there's no, there's, logically, you know, well, X, you know, system relies on Y thing keeping going. If hmm. things change or whatever, we need to be able to adjust this thing. This is a very specialized skill and we, you know, need to make sure that we have people who can do that. Hmm. But like you bleed bleed the system for efficiency, then it's like, well, you know, the people who, who can do the stuff that will be required to fix the, you know, once every 80 years event, hmm. uh, we don't need that necessarily, do we? And then you get the people who are needed to for the, you know, once every 70 years event, uh, you know, we haven't had one of those in ages. And then eventually you keep like sort of winnowing it away and then not only do you get the people, you know, down to the people, but, it, who are but just it, like everything all drifts, it drifts into yeah. that unknown unknowns mm. territory. Mm. Where if there's a sufficient yeah. lack of people yeah. that know something, then we don't yeah. even know exactly. what we don't know. They, right? they forget. Not only do they forget that it's going to happen, but like you know, they forget that it's a thing that can happen, and mm. also all of those things start happening because yeah. you get all of them. Like, it's like you how know. you move in and you put new light bulbs in, and then when the light bulbs mm. go, they all go at once because mm. they've all got roughly the same. Yeah, Laffer curve of mm. whatever of light bulbs, right? Yeah, Laffer curve of whole of society. But I, I do often think about on, on that like material like level is that like that if you look at like the the, you know, the process of industrialization from mm. uh, 1850 to 1950 mm. or something like that, right? And you have this kind of immediate, you have this growth, and then all the things that derive from that growth, and all of the kind of obvious. Uh, like you know first order things that happen as a result but you also have all of these things that are kind of like derivatives of that growth where these things just kind of you get them for free by the fact that you've got a society that's oriented towards industrial growth or industrial (laughs) production in that way and that particular kind of setup means that you just have a lot of people around that know x thing or have a lot of people around that are like able to move into a certain type of job if it if it so happens right and then you get this thing in you know a country like ours where there's a 
industrialization going on where suddenly all of those things that you got for free and you just assume are always going to be there because the culture and the industry was set up in a certain way mm. stopped being there after a while mm. and you've just always counted them as part of the kind of background radiation of stuff that's mm. always going to exist like yeah. for example something like scrap peep challenge right yeah. that's something where it's like well it revolves around having not not only like big scrap heaps full yeah. of useful stuff that's being junked right yes. and loads of cheap cars yeah, that things things British that Leyland be, yeah, engine yeah, yeah. parts or whatever things that could but, be but, used for that but also just a bunch like enough people that are you know going to watch scrap mm. heap challenge you know because they know about welding or whatever yeah. but like enough people that know how to do welding yeah and it's like i don't know how many people our age are like qualified to some you know mm. you know industrial standard at, yeah. at you know TIG welding mm. or whatever, but I believe it's lower than it than it was. Yeah. Unless of course TIG welding is that new type of welding because I've got the wrong type of welding. No, I think um, right. <laughs> I think it's one of the old ones. Yeah. Um. I was gonna, what I was going to say, obviously useful comparator here is my dad is. I'm not. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. like, but like that's it's it's one of those things where it's like you know, I I don't know how much of this stuff is just stuff, and it's it's, it's another thing where it's like the the, the value of being handy is just like, as something that you because like you know if if it's not something that i would necessarily need for my job or whatever but like i know say if i was a homeowner and mm. had a need to like understand a lot more about the basics of you know sort of like plumbing or whatever it's yeah. like it, it, a, a system that i theoretically understand from having played a load of uh those games the other sort of mini games where you have to make sure that the stuff goes that was the, the main mini yeah. game yeah, yeah. In, in games that, that had to have a yeah. mini game in them that was the one right? yeah um but like i don't you know i, I could not like sort of do, I don't do think all, that's yeah. very much like real plumbing either just just perhaps i'm fucked i don't know it depends um, on what yeah. kind of plumbing you're doing but like but you know i i, I there, there's lots of stuff that i've just like not picked up through not being you know not having that stuff sort of imposed on me by the requirements of reality also you know don't have a car and also yeah. like you were saying before right it's like cars these days are way less like you know sort of you try and weld them, and then an alarm starts yeah. going off. Well, you know, I'm you, being welded. I'm yeah, being yeah. welded. Like, like you know, they've got a computer thing in it that's like me. If I, I say, I say this. Uh, I don't know whether he'd appreciate me saying this. My dad has been trying to like <laughs> flash the firmware on his car or whatever. Apparently, I it's think been a that pain everyone should. Yeah, he's 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 been doing some very warranty voiding things on it. Apparently, installing installment it's, approved. It's, it's being a pain. Yeah. Uh, it's, the thing is, it's not even like a new car. It's like a Saab from like. 15 years ago or something like that but right. it's still so got like, it like a the engine being a pain yeah thing. it's something like that he's, he's, he's trying he's, to tune it up he's right? just trying we're to make it more he's trying to make it actually work right but like you know it's 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 being a pain and i think it would probably be quite oh it's some shit where you have to take it to the dealer if yeah you want to yeah, change yeah. the timing but like we used to live in a village which for some reason had a saab dealership in it um hmm. at the bottom of the hill uh and then it became a sang yang dealership and uh, now I have no idea if it exists anymore. Does Saab doesn't exist anymore? Do they do Saab exists? I mean, it exists as a business because they make a, arms uh, manufacturer. But um, they make quite a good, the Saab yeah. Gripen is a good is a good. I, I mean, you can get one of those maybe if they mm. sold them at the dealership. <laughs> Saab, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's if it like Saab automobile. Um, oh, uh, defunct twenty sixteen. Yeah, uh, successor NEVS. Uh, which is a Swedish electric car manufacturer which bought the mm. proceeds of Saab uh, automobile. I always thought Saab's looked quite cool. Yeah. Is it a cool Saab that he's trying to fix? Uh, it's just an old... It's, it's, oh. it's, it's, it's if it's cool enough, you know, yeah. cut your losses. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's one of those cool. things where it's like... Someone it's, our yeah. age thinks it's very cool. It's completely fine. I think it's just, you know, um, 
he he it's I don't think it's, it's I think it's cheaper than buying a new one to try and fix it. But yeah. but the point is he he like well, I mean, if you can fix yeah. a car then you should yeah. right. I was gonna say like, I, morally yeah. yeah. I think with with that thing obviously specifically I could probably have a crack at that because it's like fucking around with electronics. But like mm. with with you know if you were to ask me about like sort of spark well, I don't know spark plugs again a bad example. I, you know I for spark well, this plugs is the computer that, that, having, that drives yeah. the spark plugs. Yeah. Right? Having 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 uh, worked in the uh, garden and forest machinery repair shop I have experience with certain bits of things around engines but like Mm -hmm. you know in general i'm not as i'm not someone who has owned a car or someone who has had to do maintenance on my own car or someone who has had to do maintenance on my own house well and then you won't need it because you won't be able to yeah exactly (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. but like you know the the stuff keeps getting pushed up and up and up where everything becomes like a you know a a lease or everything becomes a service contract attached and everything you know and you, you stop being able to be a full spectrum person and you know maybe from a division of labor point of view that's a good thing but i don't know necessarily it's something that is as good in terms of like all these other things that are like weird second order things where it's like this feeds into this other thing and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. having a mental model of how this stuff works means that you have a better understanding of these other things like you know if you if well, also you... in terms of just generally having a lay of the land when it comes to like being able to estimate what things are right mm-hmm. just it like if you're someone that's done construction or you've mm-hmm. done some you know like the construction industry like used to be bigger in this country right obviously because there was like more things being built per capita obviously mm-hmm. right uh, I don't know in, in real terms whether it is, but it, it it was bigger than it is now. And that gives you just more people whose eyes can see a figure when the government quotes it and know whether it seems reasonable yeah, or not. Right? Yeah. And that's something where like that basic kind of like knowledge where it's like maybe you can't necessarily integrate that into who you vote for, but it at least gives you some kind of hope of saying, mm. well, if there's 2000 schools that need to be fixed and this thing costs that much and yeah. how many people are they going to get? You know, and maybe you've never, you know, seen the drop in liquidity or whatever of, of suddenly having to get everybody on the market to do something at once because it's some exceptional circumstance mm. but at least you have like a rough idea of like the, the the order of magnitude of how how much something should cost and that is something which when you see like you know when when companies get like mbaified and and sort of you know in shitified or whatever right that is one of the things which like you see going is that like you the inability to actually estimate things because mm. it becomes everything becomes siloed and specialized yeah, yeah. and anyone that's trying to make and, any kind of monetary well, decision you know? it's like well yeah. they handle that yeah. and the people yeah. that handle that like maybe they yeah. don't actually handle and, it all that well and right? it becomes abstracted into the, the realm of where it's like th- no actually knowing things is useful because you can yeah. be like well in an abstract sense if we do x amount of y then that will be very profitable but like you know if you're someone who has a decent amount of experience you can say well Yes, but like the uh, you need specialist uh, material, Z, yeah, 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 that, yeah, and the amount of buying the amount that you're proposing here would not only be possible, but it would massively push up the price if we the tried to, yeah yeah, 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 you know, and 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 you had you know the sort of that 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 kind of thing was was was. For, I mean, obviously, a lot of these. But are, I think maybe you know, it is like everyone does know mm-hmm. that, and then they just you know put in some trades on the market before that <laughs> happens, right? And that's the other thing, right? Is like you know the, the the sort of the as far as the options of like you know are people denying reality, are people willfully denying reality, or are people like just lying and knowing that they are like going to yeah. make out like bandits some other way, and it doesn't matter to them. Mm. A lot of the time, it, it's probably that one, isn't it? It's, it's that option, like. Yeah, I know. You're, you're, there is a as, as far as like you know, sort of the the, the change in. It, I think it's easy to bemoan this stuff, right? Because it's not like no, I'm not out here getting my TIG welding qualification and what the fuck ever. You know, I'm not yeah. like doing that stuff. I could be doing more more of this or more of that, and it's like the world has changed sufficiently that it's easier for me not to right now. Mm-hmm. But like, 
I could definitely, you know, you can definitely see the appeal of... of, of the thing is, there are a lot of pipes that, that need to be soldered that aren't being yeah. soldered because the houses that they would be in aren't yeah. being built, right? Yeah. And presumably yeah. at some point that has to correct itself somehow, right? I mean, whether, that, whether that's through some kind of political force yeah. or it's just an economic thing that yeah. eventually cascades, there will be a point where think the values of things mm. kind of even out. And I don't know whether those values are going to be on, under a market control or what, mm. but, like, it does just seem like there is a little bit of a, like devaluation in material skills which yeah. i mean obviously at the moment it's actually not not quite like if you actually look at labor costs or anything like that it's, it's very high because you know, well no it's, it's not that there's right? a devaluation there's, there's a, the a social a social yeah. de-emphasis yeah. but obviously that drives a massive valuation you know i'm sure the lads who you know trained as plumbers or whatever aren't particularly sour about this because they get to fucking make well, out like they're bandits, all like you know? 17 having to come out of retirement mm. because they can't say no you know yeah. and they're all like my knees yeah i've met them right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah it, it does just seem very strange how you can get these 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 things which are oh you know there's a big vacuum and eventually all the all the air will rush in because we're yeah. in a perfect fluid dynamic system that will always correct itself but then it just isn't and you just get these weird voids for for years where the market isn't sloshing around quite so liquidly as it's meant to and yeah I don't, again like you can't really account for that because it's like well you know there's evidently forces that are stopping things from acting the way they naturally would and there's a lot of things which like they're meant to do that because if they did act the way they naturally would you'd end up with tidal waves killing everybody or whatever like but on the top of that you have the situation where you uh you you kind of have a a kind of there's a scale problem in that we don't live in an infinite sized ultra competitive perfect world and that isn't kind of how it is and until we do mm. by expanding earth yeah. to the entire yeah. universe and have faster than light communication mm. and everyone's able to trade across the future network like i just th- there needs to be some kind of like direct recognition that these problems are actually like tractable right the, the problems are actually tractable because they are like of a finite size it's mm. not like a textbook thing where mm. these things will eventually just slosh themselves back it's mm. like well this is actually you can quantify the number of schools that need to be done you know need to be sorted out mm. you can quantify the number of new plumbers that you need to create the, the uk isn't actually thing, that right? big yeah it's quite small you know. right? but even the largest you know it, it, this, the whole point is that even Ch- that china is like has a massive yeah. population and they they're literally quantifying all of this and just yeah. bomb 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 building yeah. things when they need to right because of central control or and whatever. a lot of the time when they yeah. don't need to as well <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. you know well, I mean, like, actually, I was talking to Kat about mm, that, about the whole mm, thing of, like, you know, those, those train stations mm, in the middle of nowhere in yeah. China where they just built them and there's nothing there. Mm. But, I mean, we were doing that in 1890, and sure. that's why we have suburbs now. No, that's why yeah. Orpington or whatever exists, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, and that's, the thing is, it's one of those things where you hear about those, like, ghost cities in China, and mm. you're just like, oh, damn, it's wild. And yeah. then I think of that, and I'm just like... But like that's, well, now they're that's Orpington. Prob- yeah, yeah, it was, it's like, that's probably, the, like, the inverse of what <laughs> it is that I'm... I was talking about before, right? Where you've got the stuff where you're just like, well, I can see this going wrong in the future. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, I guess no, you can also see this going right in the future, right? It's like, I think in it, most cases it did. Yeah. Right? It's, it's eventually, like, you know, they've, 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 someone, you know, either, and it might, I mean, the thing know, is, some I think there wrong, was like, a reasonably serious problem with very poor quality build, mm-hmm. buildings, right? I think there have been a fair number of like, again. yeah, well, this is yeah. what I mean, right? There were like, a, you know, in, but when you have massive growth, this is just going to happen, right? Yeah. Uh, but like there, there was like a big problem with various places with like, and by big problem I mean like small problems, but like everywhere yeah. with just buildings that were like bits of things falling off because it was just done lowest bidder kind of thing. Um, but I think in general, in like most terms of like big projects, they have been a success, mm. or at least there are people like living there now. Sure, yeah. So yeah. It, it's definitely not as a, it's not a kind of ridiculous Pyongyang hotel yeah. failure that most of the Western media would point mm. you know trying to paint it as. But I don't know. Um, 
yeah, I don't know, more central planning, more pipes, but more like, piping, yeah, is it, as it were. Yeah, Mrs. They um. Oh, hang, yeah. I was gonna, hang on. I was going to post this somewhere, but I just didn't, and and I've just remembered it, which was a. <laughs> Where's the picture? Where's oh, the yeah, picture? Go. It's very good. I just thought this was a very Brighton type of um, type of business. Very nice. Yeah. That, that, that's S- for the video that use that as a show art. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Um, I'm just cropping it down. Yeah, like it, the, the, there's certainly a sort of um, like the, just it feels like there's such a I don't know. Ch- the, the trouble is China has like so many problems that it's you know you 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 look at it and you're like you know. So many problems either real or invented by, you know, sort of uh, people who are journalists for intelligence agencies. But also, like, you know, some, you know, it, it, it's not like it's it's easy to be like sort of lots of it is CIA smears, which is true. But also a lot of it is just like it's, you know, it's a, a, a big and complicated country that's kind of a lot of bad things about it. And it's quite an authoritarian place. And, you know, that that has its own issues. But one thing it's certainly not lacking in is state capacity. Yeah. And that's something that is massively lacking in, in this country. Um, except when they want to do bad things. And even when they want to do bad things, it's lacking in state capacity, you know? Yeah. Like, I have no idea how effectively they'll be able to ban these dogs, realistically. Like, so much of, like, the enforcement of stuff around animal, um, uh, like, you know, animal cruelty and stuff falls to the RSPCA. Um, like, you, you know, said they're not, they're not actually... Yeah, yeah. They're, not, they're against <coughs> the ban, right? Well, I... I, I, I don't think that RSPCA yeah. have taser... No, I was, I was thinking more specifically about, like, things like, you know, laws around, like, e.g. animal cruelty or whatever, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, so much... Like, like, I don't really know that much about what the RSPCA, like, do in that, mm. in that way. Because they're a quango, right? Well, they're a charity... But, like, yeah, but they, I mean, because they've been around so long, they basically have like sort of a quasi. But they have, like, they've they got have a quasi official funding, point, right? Uh, probably like it, lo- well, oh, loads of big charities do as well. That's yeah. the thing. Like it's it, because because like the government has so thoroughly relinquished its uh, you know ability to actually deliver you know or execute on things. It's just like well, here's a big charity. Yeah. We'll give them money to do it. And the like, one thing you know, that I'm always going on about is judicial authority. The one thing I always bring up, and mm. you can actually bring this up multiple times because old people don't remember stuff, right? But with older members of my family that mm. vote Tory or whatever, mm. is just bringing up air ambulances, mm. right? Like, why doesn't the government pay for the air ambulances? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, but like, why don't why don't they? Yeah. It's re- every time you 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 go past some big sort of mm. sign that's stretched out, mm. air ambulance appeal or something, it's ridiculous. It's completely insane, right? And there's so many things which, like, mm. I mean, I, I my main thing now, whenever I go on YouTube, I mainly get recommended like Thames Television Archive videos, nice. which yeah. are all about like you know a uh, some particular strike that happened in 1978 that nobody mm. actually remembers because mm. there was a lot of strikes happening in 1978. Mm. And uh, but there's a, the, whenever it will always cut to it'll be some 10 minute long video, and then the last yeah. five minutes will be some in the studio discussion or some program or something, and it will always be. Uh, yes, well, we, the government's going to deal with this, the government's going to deal with that, and the government can choose this, and the government can choose that. And the choices and decisions and, and in, uh, initiative that the government has is always about, yeah, we're just going to solve that problem by legislating it away in a way where it's like, well, yeah, there's a bunch of hungry people and the government can just sign a law to make sure they're not hungry and that's how we're going to deal with that. And as if, and, and whether that is actually happening or not, the fact that people on TV are talking about that's all how we're going to deal with that problem yeah. is very, very kind of like, it's almost bizarre to see it yeah. now. The, the idea that they, they would say that something will be done and that there will be a belief that it will be followed through because it would be an actual you know sort of real thing where it's like 
it's not just you know like we've talked about. Well, it'll be it's like something... they'll be demolishing mm. some neighbourhood, and it'll mm. be like the the, the, the rehousing isn't going mm. to, going as quickly because it's mm. going to take two years, you know, rather than rather than six months. Yeah, and these people are going to be giving new houses that are brand new mm. by the government that's paid for by the government, and that's going to take. And unfortunately, it might take two years mm. to actually rehouse them. And this is like really terrible because mm. the government is just the paperwork, and it's all going very slowly. And there's a hundred thousand people there or whatever, mm. and it's just like when you're watching it now, like, this is completely insane. The state capacity to give like hundred thousand people a house in yeah. two years, you know, you, you, you would probably struggle to do that. Yeah, like it's 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 very um the the the, the it, I don't know. Well, again, all these inspectors you know, that are coming yeah. around in the droves yeah. and, and asking people about how yeah. that whether their house is leaking. Yeah. Well, I was. I mean, I, where are they? I was, I was, where the I, hell yeah, are they? I was. I was looking at something. I was. I was looking at something recently. Um, what was I was looking at? Um, it was something to do with. Fuck's sake! Oh, it was probably. This is space for the listener to collect their thoughts. Yeah. Pause. No, I cannot fucking find it but the it was it was something to do with like the, the the way that like the the sort of oh yes this was it because i was i was looking it was it was something about like lifeguards mm. in um in i think it was new york using drones to like help spot people at sea mm. and this is like this is sort of i guess sort or of maybe speaks to this a little bit yeah where where you're like you you think about um like maybe you know, had this technology existed like forty years ago, or whatever, and you were just like, or fifty years ago, hmm. you, here's a thing we can use to try and better identify when people are in 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 having trouble out at sea. Great, okay, that sounds like a useful, good thing to do. Hmm. If you were to hear that these days, you'd be like, okay, well. I guess they're going to cut down the number of lifeguards, and yeah. like you know, and also these supposed lifeguard mm. drones—they're not yeah. going to be over like across Long Island. They're going to yeah. be just over the city, just yeah, you know, targeting minorities, <laughs> right? Presumably, yeah. But I mean, you know, even even absent the lifeguard that, drone yeah. descending on your, on your you know, <laughs> roof terrace, and even even absent that, even if you're just like they are actually going to be used to do the thing that that, that you say, it's inevitably. It, the, the feeling is it's going to be used to squeeze this thing that should be it's going to be used to squeeze people who are doing the thing already so that they can get more work from fewer people mm. um than those and, and you know and, and inevitably the you know the money's going to go to the you know the fucking whoever it is he builds drones boeing or raytheon or whoever it's gonna go to some Pal- palantir. palantir it's gonna go to some fucking defense contract or something like that it's gonna go to you know sort of it's gonna be the hey this is the friendly face of the these things that usually blow people up yeah. um and not into you know someone who is a real person who by necessity of having a job that requires physical presence lives nearby and you know is part of a local community yeah, and potentially and, maybe and has emotions and, and you know it could is, be is, is real sympathetic. And, yeah and, and, yeah. and could, can help with all the people stuff that's that's that happens in the in the and like it's just that everywhere like i've been trying to use i've been trying not to use automated checkouts that's a bold blow for mm. people and human humanity i know but like just the, the more i the more i see that pattern and think of it as that pattern and think of it as just like it's just another way to fucking squeeze more work out of fewer people mm. and another way like because like this is this is what people talk about when they mean luddism right mm. it's a recognition again i know i've 
talked about this before. Fuck you. It's a recognition that the the it's like poetry. Right? You have yeah, to refrain. Right? It's like poetry. It rhymes with it itself. The 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 the, the, the uses of technology are almost never the complete replacement of whoever it is. I mean, sometimes they are, but more often they are. We're going to make the people who are there already do more work for less. We're going to mm. squeeze them and, 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 you know, use this as a cudgel to discipline labor mm. and, and, and fuck you basically. Like there's no, the, the, the because that yeah. there's more leverage in that. Yeah. Right. If you, if you're looking to like <clears throat> to, to improve your position as a mm. capitalist, right. Mm. You're not going to be thinking necessarily about whether what you're doing is just directly going to influence mm. the bottom line in a yeah. linear way. You're going to be thinking about how does this position me better in the future? Yeah. How does this create a different world? And, the, yeah. and the, like when you're making these bets, you're not you're you. If you're smart enough, you know that it's it's mm. a moving target. You know yeah. the goalposts are moving. And so your idea is how can I make a bet that's going to make me money and also push the goalposts, right? Yeah. And whenever you see people talking about using AI for shit or whatever, it's just this, right? It's mm. like it's always going to be like again uses of ai in healthcare there are some very stupid ones but like if you're just like can we use this technology to better recognize you know, better check through scans for stuff mm-hmm. again obviously with some degree of like human interaction right like we're not just going to take the thing's word for it although obviously that does end up happening in some cases but like mm. you know the idea being like right let's have this thing where we you know go it can it can do this thing that's boring and annoying and like difficult or whatever and it's got a good accurate you know the hit the hit rate is pretty good it's useful for this right yeah. here is a thing that is like unquestionably like this is a good thing and like you know automating away boring annoying work is something that should be good but once again it's almost always going to be done where it's like you know the way that it's implemented will be something that manages to like to put a load of people out of jobs somehow be worse than had it been not mm. done by by the robot and cost more probably because blah 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 you know it you asked us to tweak it or whatever yeah, and then yeah, and, yeah. and you know but there'll be a, a cost increase clause in the price but now it's locked in and we can't get rid of it and like it and and again fewer people um in the system like well that that sort of is the main worry it's mm. just in general for me the idea of fewer people in the system mm. has i've already been seeing it for years mm. right any time of customer service thing mm. is a complete nightmare now just mm. because of that like it's like you, mm. you can see a glimpse of the future right which is you know google you know not even having a boot to stamp on you because mm. they don't have any employees you know yeah. it, it the, which the is whole... which is literally i think something that you hear about occasionally on things is like you know oh google's locked me out of my uh google account i don't know why yeah uh, i don't have access to my last you know x years of photos all of my other accounts run through there i can't access my bank i can't access this there's no one to talk to yeah how do i what, what do i and do and everyone, yeah exactly and everyone's just like mm, you're kind of stuffed unless you know someone at google who can mm-hmm. like pull some strings or whatever you're kind of fucked um sorry yeah that's, that's yeah yeah like, but it, that's the yeah. thing and you, and you wake up and everything's sort of weird right mm-hmm. And, you know, and it, it, I don't know, it's like, there, I think there's this thing where it's like, that you know, that, that sort of sword could drop on us at any moment and you don't really know what to do if it does mm. other than go on Hacker News and trying to get all the, mm. the, the beautiful people to mm. vouch for you or whatever, right? With their sort of, mm. they've, they've got their proof of identity on the blockchain mm. to prove that they are real people on like the proles, right? Mm. I don't know, like what it... The difficulty comes when if everything gets integrated into that kind of thing and there isn't an alternative because mm. it's not economic, that's the worry, right? Yeah. Is that, you know, you can say, oh, well, there's nothing to stop someone from making a, 
uh, grocers where you can go and visit and talk to the person mm-hmm. about each apple and have a discussion. Yeah. But if that's not economic, because that would mean every apple would be equivalent of like eight pounds mm-hmm. per apple, and meanwhile apples are a penny. Yeah. If you if you get them from the robot apple mm-hmm. machine, then presumably we're going to be like a world of robot robotic apples with mm-hmm. tracking chips. But in like them. what will always? But like the thing is, the robot apple machine is almost always like you know subsidized yeah. by VC money to squeeze out the other shit, well, exactly. and then eventually like you know. But like the the point is, obviously this is all already happened and already happened multiple times because i was talking about not using the fucking self-service checkout of the supermarket hmm. but like you know what about the green grocers the, th- the things that used to exist before you had a supermarket and you're sweet out of business by the supermarket hmm. and so it's just like you're only ever harkening back to like you know a thing that was like a thing that you remember when you were a kid but like the thing that you remember when you were a kid was the thing that was that feels normal I because it was of, like the I, result the of several cycles before that I ever experienced that, that feeling yeah. of like you know how adults always would when you were a kid talk about how things were better in some way mm. and it would always be a way that you thought didn't matter Yeah. the first time I experienced that on the flip side of it was I think during or just after Covid when all the fucking restaurants started having the QR code thing and like mm. if you wanted to have a meal out you had to use your phone Yeah. that was when I started to feel like things started to go really wrong yeah because i i feel like in my brain i was like yeah maybe all the boring things in life that we don't enjoy would all become a thing you just press a button on your phone and mm. that would be good because the boring things in life need to be ignored and we need to focus all of our time which is becoming increasingly precious due to all the time we're wasting on our phone mm. uh, we need to focus all that time on the things that matter right like going to the restaurant and having a nice time mm. ordering food and talking to the person in the restaurant and yeah. oh what do you advise oh that's a really oh yeah is that special okay, yeah. i'll get that oh do you think that would be good would she enjoy that oh let's get that then okay well all of that for the table right mm. and then suddenly you can't do that because you have to do it on your fucking phone yeah and like that suddenly made me think oh no we're going down a kind of inertia thing mm. where even though we all know that what we want is this kind of utopian life we're all enjoying living mm. in the city and ordering expensive nice food we can't even do that because you have to mm. do it on your phone yeah and, and that was when i started yeah. to feel like everything had gone really weird and there doesn't there doesn't even it, it, it's frustrating right because it's one of those things where like th- there should be and there, there are in some ways, right? Like there are some things where you're just like, this is tangibly better than it used to be. Yeah, absolutely. Even if you do lose something in the way of like, you know, skills or whatever. Like having a GPS thing is really useful. Yeah. Like the ability to navigate and to be more, you know, to sort of like having having the, the you know, the sort of the GPS in the car thing. It is, it is genuinely very useful. Because if you're you know, someone sort of like... like I am on occasion where I don't like mm. to have the GPS, you can mm. just simply not look yeah, at your absolutely. phone. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Simply not look at it, and, and then like, you get to adventure yeah. in whatever mm. exciting you know slough you've gone to, or whatever, yeah. right? <laughs> wherever, wherever exciting yeah. train station you're trying to find the way out of. <laughs> or like if you if you you know, and there are some of them where it's like mixed blessings. There are some of them where it's like you know it feels like a pure good. A lot of this, a lot of this stuff, granted, is are things that like have have been basically solved problems for ages that kind of like have then got worse so like you know lots of white goods you know mm-hmm. used to be manufactured in a way where it was like you know this lasts you forever basically and now they're all just like built to last like three years yeah um which is dreadful in in many ways um but like and you know the compensatory factories usually they're like way cheaper than they used to be or whatever yeah um probably total cost of ownership over the many years that mm. you have whatever appliance mm. it is is still less yeah but, but like it creates I, I enormous like amounts that, of waste. But that, yeah, it creates there's mm. all these externalities like that. Yeah. But also, it's just like, well, couldn't we do better? Right? Yeah. Presumably, it's like, well, we've got good enough to do that. Mm. But then there's an artificial mm. plateau mm. where we can't make things any better than that because the market doesn't 
tolerate that because the market's optimized for something else. Yeah. And there's almost a plateau of things getting better where once they hit that, mm. that's just how things are because it becomes a recurring thing, a recurring revenue or whatever. And I do feel like that not particularly like you know people buying washing machines that break or whatever but like there's some kind of more general lesson in there that i can't quite unpick as to why things in general seem to plateau at one point or another the idea that there's a kind of maximal efficiency and actually being more efficient than that is bad for all the stakeholders involved and mm. in, that have actual power in the market right mm. beyond that it actually becomes a problem yeah. and therefore they they kind of settle there which is funny and occasionally because, yeah. you do get a step change where things improve or whatever but yeah. it doesn't really like for example in, in a fridge right i think yeah. fridges are done mm. unless we come up with a some important new thermodynamic thing yeah. like where you know you get some kind of carbon nanotubes or some kind of new you know superconductor or something right <laughs> something comes along and you can improve yeah. fridges by another 30 percent, and yeah. that's really good right but in general the principle of a fridge hasn't changed since the 50s at all mm. really right yeah, it's just that they use free on you don't use free on anymore <laughs> yeah exactly right instead they use uh, mm. cyclopentane which mm. is you know the cause of um grenfell tower again. yeah but you know sidestep that <laughs> cheap fridges maybe yeah. but like the the plateauing thing is is weird because it's like actually if you look at the sort of things where it's like you're you're trying to drive things to efficiency a lot of the problems that have been caused in the loss of state capacity basically is uh excess of efficiency right yeah it's like well we don't need slack what's that we don't need that yeah, yeah. not slack the concept not the yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. annoying uh chat application um you know and 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 so you 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 know the, the drive for ever further ever deeper cuts and ever more efficiency gives well, you again back it's back to tim cook right yeah it was all the just in time stuff tim apple and i don't know if yeah tim apple i don't know what who, who was who was like the industrialists of the mm. 90s that started that was it tim cook because I know that he's the person that did that for the kind of computer manufacturing tech thing. The idea that you, you have a, a really lean supply, a really taut mm. supply line that's like about to snap, mm. right? Where you only have X amount of stock so that you're not relying on that kind of that kind of thing. That is incredibly common now because you can do it easily, right? Mm. But like, I mean, who was who actually pioneered that? Presumably it was somebody a very, very long time ago, but it was like, mm. it was probably some ballpoint pen factory and no one it didn't catch on until 50 years later because a lot of the just-in-time stuff originated it's like the stuff that came out of toyota right it's mm. like the sort of um i imagine that, it, it like... probably is like the birth of the qr code yeah you know like 2d barcodes mm. and, and this are probably the same thing right it's probably some kind of thing where the more you can track and inventorize the mm. the, the, the medium the, you know, the steps between all of the steps the more mm. you can actually do that because you can track mm. every little knot that's in yeah. the in the thing and, and straighten it out yeah right? but like it's one of those things where it's like it's actually probably like in some in some respect it's like not terrible when applied to certain kinds of industrial process yeah but the obsession with applying it everywhere it's like computers actually one of the points that i remember from that cal newport book mm. he was just like like the weird thing is everybody like when you introduce computers to like a you know sort of back office stuff as in like you know sort of like computers are very useful to have like databases of inventory yeah or like you know if you've got things which are like you know sort of used to be organized on fucking the bits is this of, about installing the cybersyn terminals in every no, sadly not yeah. yeah but like it, it, it was that like you know that makes sense it seemed you know it feels like you could definitely ring efficiency out of that and then they did but like the idea that if you just give everyone in the office a computer it would make them more efficient actually turns out to be wrong or at least a, a kind of yeah, solitaire, yeah, like, yeah okay. you give you give them like a general purpose computing machine and it's just like you know or like internal communication 
technology yeah where it's like you know the people who built whatever you know some company that like started off doing like an email server you know they, they sort of introduced like an internal communication email server yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, it was yeah. and like they they you know they were just like oh well this is the number of memos that people send a day so let's build it assuming that amount of traffic and it like it so just it fucking, demand yeah exactly it problem, melted right? because everyone was just like oh great i could just send these frivolous this frivolous ASCII bullshit. Docs. yeah exactly yeah. you know i could just send this nonsense um van der Vaarbush didn't didn't consider the uh yeah the, you know as, as didn't we made consider doom yeah. shareware yeah. Business, <laughs> you know that wasn't on the on the table yeah so the so light you, table you just, you just don't have you know you, you, it's sort of things where these things you know these these ideas are not considered as as useful in context they're just considered as like um you know panaceically I made that word up. I like uh, it. Pa- Panasonically pan- 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 useful. Utopianly. Uh, how how uh, utopian. Pa- <laughs> panas- a utopia. Um Yeah, well, because this is the thing, right? Is that, like, I guess it is just all about externalities mm. when it comes to that kind of growth, right? Because it's like the, the social externalities of, for example, not having cashiers anymore, mm. right? That creates a different type of society in a way that isn't easily predictable because it mm. requires a whole rethink of, like, what it is that people do and what they're for. Mm. And if we all just become people that are all just milling around the outside of some giant steel pyramid with a bunch mm. of computer terminals on mm. the outside, which is the yeah. economy, and we're all actually not participating yeah. anymore, and the economy is entirely a, a mechanical thing, yeah. which has been increasingly more of a thing, yeah. right? But, of course, it's happened in forms of various tendrils of, yeah. of you know, of automation, right? Rather than it being this kind of wall that we're... But you will see eventually that we're on the outside of that wall, and everyone is, yeah. because it's, you know, it's become... The people that are on the inside of the top of the pyramid are just kind of in their own little, yeah. you know, but and because it's a little blade really runner scene, it feels it feels different. But like again, this is it brings it back to the Luddism thing, which is like you know, what is it that people apprehend about this? People apprehend the idea that like this stuff could be giving us that like you know imagined life of like sort of self direction and leisure. Yeah. But instead, it's like giving us either complete immiseration or like just sort of relatively grinding brutal. But it is, you think this is what you yeah, see, though, with, yeah. with like, you know, neats mm. and the lying flat and so mm. on, right? Is that yeah. that is a kind of, like, acceptance that there is enough surplus value to have a very mm. basic life yeah. that doesn't involve Im- immense suffering and also, like, although not enjoyable and not utopian and not desirable in any way, is basically possible under the confines mm. of modern society because there's enough surplus value to actually yeah. live on, right? Mm. That's almost, you see a kind of unauthorised version of that in mm. those kind of movements. I mean, you see that in kind of bohemian artist collectives in whatever decade of whatever century mm. you want to look at, right? But mm. I think it's only really become a widespread thing of the idea of dropping out of society in that way. I think yeah. that's the closest thing we have to, like, a lot to of that those, kind of utopia, right? Yeah, Which and a is, lot of those bohemian artist collectives, if you look carefully, tend to be underpinned by one of them having lots of money yeah. <laughs> or one of their parents having lots of money. Like, like it's not yeah, you know yeah. there's very very seldom are those those sorts of people like just sort of pure play like um you know people who are just 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 doing it well, no, what i mean it's in, in the sense mm. that 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 kind of excess surplus in many cases are oh well these are the kids of boomers that could afford to buy a house because the market sure. conditions yeah, yeah, are right yeah, you know yeah, yeah. but like it the 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 thing that you that I, I sort of i think about then is like that's the destination right and there's sort of like this 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 squeeze and it would be foolish for me to pretend that i'm like one of the people who's really getting the boot in the face because that would obviously be a lie i am one of the people that sort of basically exists in the the the, the shrinking middle right like it's sort of there are there's mm. the, it's in it's it's basically something that um I, I'll, I'll see if i can 
dig out which the the post I'm thinking of that uh, of, of Freddy's, which is basically like people who've got laptop jobs. Like I'm not exactly oh, what yeah, he means by that, and but like laptop job or whatever. you know, it's yeah, but or like qualifying. Yeah, it, it's it's something that's like there is this. It's difficult because like the it's 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 really weird because the way that he talks about it is is not how it's maybe not how I would expect him to talk about it. But he's basically like, look, there is this as far as far, people talk a lot about you know sort of. There was this, and like I, I, goodness knows, I do it a lot. Like, and I was talking about it um, probably a few episodes ago, or whatever. Um, you know, they the, the the social settlement used to be such that like the basic uh, requirements of social and social and literal reproduction mm. um, in terms of shelter, food, etc., were affordable. Luxuries were luxuries. Certain that whatever that fucking yield curve has inverted. It's kind of the other way around now, um, for, for as, as far as lots of lots of things go. Mm. But like, you you have people who are you know sort of like uh, basically like the fucking you know the the, the the bodies that are thrown into the machine to make some of the luxury stuff work. You know, you have the people yeah. who are doing gig economy stuff. You have the people who are like the sort of um, you know, sort of still doing sort of like normal stuff, I suppose. You know, you've got there's the, fairly sort of like, steep kind of yeah. walls between mm. all of these yeah. things. Like, that's the thing, yeah, yeah, it isn't yeah. like a linear thing. Yeah. It's like once you drop off a certain level, then this is what there is, for yeah, you, right? Yeah, yeah, like because like, because like a lot of a lot of stuff where it's like there would have been a chance to like step up or like you know work your way up or whatever, there are very there are far fewer of those. Sort of you can't become around. an egg boy and then a bread exactly, boy, and then a exactly, whatever, right? You know, and like the the, the, the you've got the people at the very top who are like not even worth thinking about because there's very few of them but they do have a lot of money but that you do actually have like there's a there's a not an insubstantial middle and like the funny thing is you get all these podcasts where people are like you know complaining about this stuff like we're doing but you know presumably uh a bit less cool a bit less us. cool a bit less hard not as you know not as yeah yeah we don't even pan them right yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like you, you know all of these podcasts like i can i can basically guarantee that like the 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 bulk of their listenership you know 50 percent plus are people who do jobs like you know laptop jobs laptop right jobs. and it's it's not that it's um I, I, freddie used a phrase that i actually really liked right like pre-ironized it's mm. one of those things where it's like because of the you know sort of people like to give out about like office space and whatever but like most laptop jobs realistically especially since the pandemic yeah aren't like that like they're not you don't have to go into a despair cube you know obviously some places like forcing people back but by and large i think a lot of people would love a cube yeah. where they work yeah no absolutely put the walls back yeah, yeah, yeah because because like open plan <laughs> is dog shit right but like you know if you if you look at what, what people actually have to do a lot of the time it's like jobs that you can pretty easily dispense with pretty quickly most people have worked out like ways around that are like you know whatever tracking software they're introduced and are able to like just do stuff that's like you know that they're able to just like work from home spend a lot of their time pissing around a with walking a dog month or of whatever. salary or so you buy yeah. another laptop yeah exactly you know? like then it's really not it like like um and there's there's a lot that's bad there but i think the point that freddie's making is like actually it's not really like big picture it's a pretty cushy fucking life you know yeah and like it's, it's, and also i think, I think i remember high, reading yeah. that article mm. and he was mm. saying that like 
from his point of view, it would be good if more people could live like that. Yeah, that's what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. this is a good outcome. Mm. Like, people try mm. and go on about this, but, like, this mm. is actually maybe, like, whether it's, like, mm. the, the moral thing we should yeah. value or whatever, mm. like, a society where more people get to this kind of job is a yeah. society where less people are breaking their backs yeah. over, over doing because, whatever because, it is. Because, like, right? it's, it's, it's one of those things where you're just, like, you, if you talk about, like, practical stuff, there is there are trade-offs there, like, right? Yeah. You know, but, and that's the thing that, like, I think people, I don't know, I read this really fucking annoying review of a film about, um, it's a film called Pride, which is basically about the um, uh, lesbian and gay support the minors oh, and yeah, how yeah. they and how they like related to yeah, cats the, saw that, the minors. You were saying we got to yeah. watch? It. I, haven't, I haven't seen. Yeah, it. it's quite, it's quite yeah. nice. It's quite charming. Um, there's some 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 nice things where a load of Welsh people burst into song, and you're just like, I'd say that's unrealistic, but that kind of like, Wales is a bit like, like everybody can just sing really well. It's sick, it's sick country. Um, uh, but like they, you know. All of the people who are like mining, going down a coal mine is a fucking awful job. Yeah. And like it creates you, you, some of the stuff that you get with all of the, you know, you get a lot of solidarity, you get a lot of this stuff. You also get fucking emphysema, right? And that was a point that like, you know, that the the guys reviewing this, it was just like to fucking, uh, I think it was the FT's film critic or whatever. He was just like, you know, it's uh, lionizing the days of like, and it's obviously, it's not about that, right? Like it's about the fact that you can. But, you know, people who you might yeah. not, you might consider to be like socially conservative, or whatever, were able to find um, like common cause against the depredations of Thatcherism with these people who, you know, had had you know again like maybe no direct relation to them necessarily, but like there were there was they were able to find some sort of solidarity there. It's a you know very sweet message, very, very sweet film, but like the 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 point being like. Oh, he he wasn't wrong in as much as like you know you you wouldn't really want to work in a coal mine mm. realistically no matter what that cool coal ball there but you dug out a few years ago said yeah, yeah, yeah. hey cool boy I still think about that sometimes <laughs> Absolutely right. um, the boots have got the NCB logo on yeah them I, too. I, I think I, they're I, worth quite a lot of money now I remember um, I actually saw someone in an army surplus store once but I thought well, he's probably a pretty worn in someone else's <laughs> shoes like, you know. bit dusty but yeah. a bit, bit, bit low cold dust that yeah. there, there was a um, I remember some like cool trendy fashion uh, people did something which like used the NCB logo mm. um, I was just like I guess you're probably not going to have is anyone coming after you for that but, is it one of those yeah. things like you know how like GPO was like a brand but now they're owned by some uh, just some mm. like you know shovelware like Atari sure. right? yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. with the Atari brand yeah. well, you can buy those quite cheap yeah. quite bad turntables that are GPO branded I don't think it was I think it was more just like they were using it as a sort of like fashion choice and like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. the NCB's lawyers probably aren't going to go going after them or whatever Where are they now <laughs> yeah yeah but like it was it, I, the idea that I guess it, it's one of those complicated things where you like you know at every level you were like you know fighting for the for Not the, to be the big NCP. thing <laughs> similar yellow logo um. for the you're f- fighting for the big thing um and you you maybe lose sight of some of, or fighting for the, for the, for the specific thing lose sight of the bigger objectives like you know yeah physical labor as an occupation is like generally speaking probably not the most desirable thing in the world like it's not bad yeah. to be you know up and about and everything like that but like presumably there's an optimal amount of yeah of yeah 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 there is definitely a lot of you know a lot of like old old school manual labor jobs well, labor saving devices yeah. of course yeah support, exactly right i Precisely, just don't support you know? an economy where like labor needs to be done and isn't mm-hmm. because of weird financial irregularities with everything being weirdly de-emphasized and markets yeah. being distorted right yeah yeah exactly yeah. and it's like the areas, the areas where I think it, markets it's, being yeah. distorted by the players in those markets, yeah. <laughs> just for the record, not by yeah. necessarily regulations. Yeah, in many, yeah. many cases, yeah. yeah. But the, the 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 argument that like the the um, these things that are like 
closer because there's obviously going to be trade-offs, right? There's obviously going to be issues. There's obviously going to be problems. But the idea that a job where you do some like light brain work that occupies maybe like you know a third of the actual time that you're theoretically on the clock for, yeah. and then you in a sort of like let's be real kind of like um, what sort of there's, there's this thing right sometimes where you see like legal grey areas where it's like this isn't really like weed yeah, for a lot yeah, of yeah. Uh, for, for I was going to say for a lot of people the asterisk there is presumably yeah, for a lot of white people you know but like you know in, in, in Brighton like if you walk down any given street you're almost certainly going to get a big huff of fucking weed smell yeah um, because like it's just kind of a thing that's like Un, you know under the surface is basically like accepted as like this is kind of fine we're not really going to bother enforcing stuff with this yeah. like the the cops have basically said as much you know like they might use it as a but stick the if they need to but like it's at know, their discretion it still gives yeah, them power right obviously right but like what you're saying right but like realistically you know th- th- there's a sort of this like it, it, it's a queasy thing that would maybe be some sometimes you have these queasy things that would be better settled sometimes you have things like you know the sort of the like kind of grey area you get sometimes around like assisted dying where it's like yeah. a lot of the time they will kind of like look the other way for Probably it, right? Probably in like, 20 you know, years these will be settled legally. Yeah. But there's a certain generation that isn't yeah. happy with it and they, they vote. So yeah. they, have to be, they have to wait it out, right? Sometimes you see that stuff and like with the assisted dying stuff I kind of actually do have quite conflicted things on that. There was a really interesting thing that I read about it a little while ago where well, it was there's like... There's a lot know, of stuff sort of, where it's like, yeah. you know, <laughs> what is this? I forget the name of the fucking guy, the actor, right? Mm. And going on about... Uh, this must have been 10 years ago, Never when like uh, gay marriage came in, right? yeah. And he was talking. He just kept going about this Jeremy Irons. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, I know the clip you mean. He's just like, why don't I marry my son? I was, yeah, I was yeah. thinking, was it Jeremy Irons? And yeah. I was thinking, yeah. is Jeremy Irons that nuts? I yeah. can't remember if he was the one that was that nuts. But yeah, and he was, just, you know, but I could marry my son. I could. Yeah. Do. And the thing is, like, obviously, there's like any kind of big social policy yeah. that's controversial. There's going to be yeah, some yeah, yeah. sort of thing like that. Mm. But I think maybe when it comes to, like actual life and death, maybe that's the yeah. point where you want to. Yeah, be very careful. It's, right? it's it, yeah, because like I, I I was it's it's one of those things where like I I have like in theory I'm obviously like you know again as someone who recently had a relative pass away with 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 dementia I'm very sensitive to to those sorts of issues and mm-hmm. like fuck knows I would definitely welcome the option if it happened to me but like where it has it's one of those things where it's like there were a bunch of things about like where it had been done. In some places, obviously not in everywhere, you can be. It's it's it, 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 there's the potential that it slips into a kind of dislike. Well, you know, you you're not. It, it becomes less of an option and more of like a just sort of thing that you get nudged into. And that, that is and the worry because that's yeah. when it becomes a social yeah, yeah, yeah. externality, right? And Once it becomes an expected or, or socially realised yeah. phenomenon, right? And that's kind of one of those things where I'm just like, I think actually maybe the grey area is kind of like the the, the better option where it's like officially not okay but like you know they'll kind of be a bit there's, there's a bit of like legal leeway about it yeah it not it's, it's obviously not ideal and there's obviously like issues there but like there are issues the other way too whereas like well, but the yeah. thing is anyway when it comes down to it any kind yeah. of legal thing that is legally enforced is still yeah. up to the discretion of a jury and a yeah, judge yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still in a gray area yeah, when the, it gets to court the, right absolutely so but like but the gray area is just much broader yeah. <laughs> and it's not you know but like you know for for a lot of people you know the Kane's like 15 hour week mm. is basically what they have and i yeah. know it's like it's easy to say that and to be a bit it, it feels a bit glib and it feels a bit like sort of um flippant yeah because 
there are a lot of people for whom that's not the case. But we, we act but as if that's, are, that's yeah. normal, though, right? Yeah, the idea yeah, that some yeah, people yeah. just have a cushy job where they yeah, have 15 yeah, yeah. hours, and we don't even talk about it, right? Yeah, yeah, and the idea yeah. there are some classes of people for whom, for whatever yeah. reason, that's yeah, their yeah. lot. But I think mm. that potentially, hopefully, in a yeah. hundred years' time, that would be seen as as bizarre as the idea that there isn't universal mm. suffrage. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. The idea that there are some people for for whatever reason because of their background and mm. their lot in life, they have yeah. a fifteen-hour job when no one even really talks about that yeah. being the case. It's it's presumably will be something that mm. is, you it, know, well you'd hope, addressed, right? Because it's right? like it's kind of it's and it because, because like obviously it's it's like it's, it's, it's like there are lots of people out there like that and like it's not. Because of, like, the friend group that I have, I wouldn't say it's the majority of my friends necessarily, but, like, in terms of my professional milieu, it's the majority of those. Now, mm. I'm not one of those people because I'm a freak and I started my own company and I, like, yeah. I have a weird stakhanovite work ethic and stuff like that. But I've definitely, the, had I stayed in the, the in the, in the business where I, I was before, like, I could definitely have, like, got myself into a position where I was, like, coasting at that level. And, you know, mm. when work was quiet, you know, in the summer doldrums of, 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 of the, summer doldrums of the consultancy business when everybody is on holiday um you know i definitely did have that kind of thing and it was pretty chill honestly but, again, like, but you know. the thing is it's like mm. on an economic force level mm. right if you look at like the way that these sort of things like percolate mm. potentially if house prices were 25 percent less mm. that might be the route that you went down mm. right if you think yeah. of people our age why is it that people like start their own business mm. it's just because there isn't security yeah, to not exactly it, it's There's a lot it's, of people that you meet and you think they're going to be yeah. these entrepreneur types and they're not they're just mm. like well i don't see how else i can live here otherwise yeah. i'll have to move back to where yeah, yeah, so yeah. and so right because, you know because I mean? it's basically like the, the 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 split becomes like on the there was that fucking awful uh, some awful tory piece of shit who was just like i don't understand why more uh you know, people people on low incomes don't like you know sort of don't don't start their own get, business get and stuff e-bike. like that because like yeah because like you know <laughs> they've got you know they they don't have much to lose and I'm just like well I don't know mate maybe maybe that's why but like yeah you know if you're someone who's got, you, you you find the right balance of like you know you find yourself in a job that's like cushy enough or whatever but like it still isn't to the point where you can get on the housing ladder it still isn't the point where you know whatever and so yeah you know at that point risks do look more appealing because you feel like you do have the fallback of oh i can always just go back to this laptop job or whatever right yeah, yeah, yeah. so you don't have to worry about it because i think there is a big difference between like i have a house mm. and mm. i'm paying money for the gas bills and it's kind of expensive but i can mostly afford to eat and if i lose my job i'll just have to eat really cheap things for a bit until yeah. i get a good job which yeah. is kind of how i believe my parents generation tends to talk about the idea of like unemployment yeah right? yeah yeah the idea of it kind of being a kind of um, a situation where if something goes wrong, mm. then there's like a problem. But the problem isn't existential, mm. right? Because the state will in some way help you. Yeah. And you can trust the state to be basically not exactly necessarily on your side. Mm. But you can trust that there there isn't going to be like ultimate amount of huge pain and your life is going to mm. collapse. Right. And I feel also the other thing is like people are in way more debt than they used to be. Mm. That's another big problem. Yeah, like, yeah. That's something that we people don't even really talk about that much because it's like adds a whole ever mm. whole other level yeah, of yeah. complexity to everything. Right. Mm. And I don't know. It's just like that is kind of the easy consumer credit. Really was a fucking well, yeah. <laughs> yeah and absolutely, also, like, like even on top yeah. of that. I mean, obviously, it's not the same class of debt, but everyone has a degree now because you have to have yeah, one yeah, because yeah. of the yeah. inflation of all of that, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's... But the other thing is, you say everyone. I think like it's still not. I can't remember what the most recent figure is, but it's still actually like somewhere in the region of uh, like thirty percent. Maybe it's thirty percent of total population, but it isn't everyone. That's the that's the other thing. It's everyone we know, but it's yeah. not. Well, it, but it isn't even everyone. What we I mean know. is, is everyone's supposed to? Sure, okay, right? no, no, and, no, no. and therefore, yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. someone that hasn't gone mm. down that route, yeah. you're encouraged mm. to blame yourself for not. Sure, having done yeah, yeah, yeah. That. And therefore, because mm. but the thing is, is that everything is designed like this, yeah. right? It was designed or has evolved like this, yeah. where you end up with a situation where if you don't do X, then mm. that's the reason why everything is mm. bad for you. 
you. And if you yeah, didn't yeah, do it, yeah. why? And there's always some X, Y, there's always some X, yeah. Y, Z, W, whatever, yeah. right? There's some yeah. particular but, reason yeah. why you're not doing well. And if you'd done yeah, all yeah. of the mm. alphabet, then you'd be okay. Yeah. But, but like, may, and maybe you, know, you would have done, but also maybe you wouldn't. Also and maybe it's you like, wouldn't, yeah. Because you mixed, and like, that's, yeah, exactly. AA or AA1 or whatever. Because, like, there is, you know, and I like, I've, this has happened to me twice now where it's like, there's been someone I've known or I've got, you know, a friend of a friend or whatever who, actually, yeah, who have like, for whatever reason, like, not, didn't end up going to uni or whatever, but, like, they're not, you know, they're, they're perfectly, like, smart people. They just didn't end up going to uni. And, like, um, we just, like, hire them, get them doing this stuff. And it's just, like, you know, the it really it reminds you, you know, that uni thing is just, like, it's as, as far as, like, a professional handshake to get into a laptop job. Yeah. It is literally just you know sort of like a class signifier really yep. it's like you 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 can you can afford to go to spend three years of your life doing this or whatever or you're like you're lucky enough to be able to to do this stuff this stuff well, congratulations here's your laptop yeah, <laughs> you exactly, know it's, it's, exactly. it's like and obviously there's plenty of people who go to uni who, who aren't able to find their find their way into like the, the comfortable laptop jobs because there's also relations within the laptop job thing but like yeah. you know I, 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 this isn't me saying like I'm fucking great for doing it or whatever but it's like th- those people are out there it's like that's not and to the point where you're just like oh that's not actually like a uh, mistake it's not like oh here's all this wasted potential which is how they really should be thinking about it if you're mm-hmm. you know a, a government that's got any like sort of idea of like dynamism or whatever if you think that the economy should be more blah 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 it's uh, let's, here's a, just a, another it's sort of like a, a roughly graded filtering mechanism for yeah. keeping the kind of people that maybe it, they, it, they it's want It's a filtering mechanism stuff, right? that's just kind of evolved mm. because it was yeah. originally something else. But yeah, yeah, as time yeah. goes on, the, the, you know, mm. things kind of close ranks around itself and it yeah, evolves yeah, into yeah. something else, right? Yeah. The so externalities yeah. create the actual structure that supports yeah, the Yeah, beca- because university at this point is like outside of a few elite institutions which still basically f- f- form the like, you know, sort of social reproductive function that, that, that mm. they were meant to serve have basically just become like rumspringer for the middle to low middle classes yeah. where it's like they get to you know go away and sort of have a good three years and like maybe they learn something ultimately what they learn is to be socialized into these things mm-hmm. um you know prep school but yeah yeah, more people, yeah right? pretty much yeah like, <laughs> just when you're a bit older and like you know and it's like i don't object i think like in terms of like is that a thing that is worthwhile I think it kind of is. I think that having a sort of like, you know, a three years of like whatever, you know, take a bit of time to find yourself or whatever with well, yeah, a bunch it should of be free. sexy stuff. A, it should be free. And there's but proof B, that it, it can should be, be because yeah. a lot of countries yeah. is, it, right, should be atta- it should not be attached to this weird like sort of system of education that's like it's great you know i greatly enjoy my time at uni- university i learned a lot there but like it's not yeah. it doesn't have to be like that like you yeah. could design it differently you know design it consciously Are you advocating for a return of national service yes <laughs> lol <laughs> night folks good night <laughs> <laughs>